0: Up, everybody, we're live here with Chad Hurts once again. Second time, thanks for being here, man. You're welcome, okay. thanks for having me. Headphones are a little loud here. I am in a new house, in a new room, in a new studio. Uh, so this is the first podcast in the new house. Pretty psyched about it. So, just moved closer to uh,
1: 10 I'd like to say I helped you move in, but I totally didn't. You did not. You didn't ask. I didn't? Nope. Oh, that's
0: okay. <laughs> I Honestly, man, I kind of just always assume you're working because you work like shitty hours. and all I'm on, the, all I'm on the day time. shift
1: now. That's what you said. Yeah, but fucking Jesus, you're moving in what, a week? Well, maybe. We don't know yet. God, then It's my turn. It did not last
0: very long. <laughs> yeah, I will come help you move if you need help, but. I'll survive. Oh, man. Dude, moving's the worst. Dude. Oh, one thing I, uh, we started talking about this earlier, dude. You've been here for like fucking an hour already. <laughs> uh, Seattle, dude. We did not talk about Seattle. I'm glad we held off on it. Yeah, you uh I went to Seattle with Sam in March for spring break, and uh I thought it was fucking awesome. I loved it, man. I thought it was such a cool city. It's like people blazing weed everywhere. All this cool <laughs>
1: shit to see. Fucking other than the Seahawks. It was great. Oh, yeah. Do you see my Snapchat?
0: <laughs> yeah, I dude. <did. laughs>
1: I was like, I'm gonna go piss on the stadium. <laughs> it
0: cracks me up because we drove by it. And I said that to Sam as we drove by. I was like, wish we could get out and pee on it.
1: <laughs> That's like the first thought. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I hate this team. So fucking I funny. I hate this stadium.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. I but, don't think uh, I hated a team more than that. You went to Seattle uh, like three weeks
1: after I did. Was it really three weeks? Maybe. Something like now. Maybe like a month. Yeah. I don't know. I just remember you just gotten back. And I was like, oh, we're going there. Yeah. <laughs> where should i go <laughs> yeah dude you went to do the uh underground
0: tour what do you think of that shit oh that was awesome we never talked about it oh that was
1: fucking crazy the story behind it
0: dude isn't that cool like the all the like the how the how the city like burned yeah. down was
1: your tour guide as good as ours because was she, was, she, yeah, she was making us laugh the entire time was it, yeah was it like a she had, like short hair yeah like
0: blonde kind of yeah yeah she was funny dude she was a uh, she was she was a character. It was a. Uh, it's weird, like meeting people who are tour guides, like professionally, like that's what they do, and then you're like, wow, like that's why you're a tour guide. No, you like, know
1: what's funny about it is tour guides make you feel like your experience is unique with them, but yeah. they do the same shit on every <laughs> tour.
0: every hour, every, every tour. hour, <laughs> every hour and a half, every hour, whatever it is, like yep. they. They do the same shit, say the five same times joke at the same point, yep. like <laughs> and like do the same like joke. It's all choreographed. They point out a picture and say shit like, uh, "She told you about like the seamstresses and stuff." Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't that wild? Like it was like there's just brothels the everywhere seamstresses. in Seattle. <laughs> like. Just fucking dudes paying for sex, working in timber mills. I
1: feel like that, just like the West in general back then. Oh, yeah. That's what it's known for. There's a lot of it. Shootouts, whorehouses. Dude, it's- That's why it's
0: called the Wild, Wild West. It's wild that, uh, (laughs) Wild, Wild West, Will Smith. I love that movie. I wasn't a fan. It was a really bad movie. (laughs) It was a terrible movie. I thought it was so entertaining, though, as a kid. I just like Will Smith. The gigantic spider and shit. I was like, hell yeah, dude um dude yeah so seattle underground if you've never been to seattle uh they take you on a tour so basically seattle is like built uh over the old city that it once was at sea level
1: and and that's in like the downtown water district like close to the water where it's lower than everything else
0: yeah so what happened was like the water like started coming up higher and uh so they built like walls like uh, brick walls on all of the buildings and then uh, eventually like the city burned down or whatever and they like built over the old city and like paved roads and like filled in all the areas between the buildings down there so they could build roads between them And then people were like, fuck it, we could still use the old buildings that are down there. Yeah, they were still full businesses. Built tunnels. Below the ground. And, like, revived the businesses underground and built, like, bars and hotels and shit. So people were literally, like, living in what is the Seattle underground.
1: Well, then they finally, they paved the sidewalks over. And we're still using the businesses underneath Mm to the point where they had, what was it, glass? Yeah. Like, the little glass... uh, they want little squares that go into the they ground. They have like skylights. So they can light the whole sidewalk underneath yeah. it so you can walk under there and still see. Did
0: you walk around the sidewalks after that and like see them? And yeah, like, we oh, walked shit. over
1: it beforehand and I was like, hmm, cool decoration. <laughs> and I went underneath.
0: But they are everywhere, right? Yeah. It's like you're like, why are these fucking all over the sidewalk? They're all purple now. Did they shut the lights off down there and you could see all the light coming through them? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, it was wild, dude. What else did you do? You did all the all the tourist yeah, shit. Yeah, right? we did all the tourist. You went to uh, Pike's
1: Place. Pike's Place was awesome. I really Isn't liked it. Isn't that cool? Yeah, bought some bomb ass hot sauce. Really? Yeah. And then dude, they it had was like a really
0: unique market hot
1: sauce, and it was uh what do you call it? Like sea salt with that hot sauce flavor, so oh, you can what? like flavor steaks and stuff with it. It
0: was Sounds awesome. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we went there and. uh for one, I drove my cousin's car, which I was very grateful for. It was awesome driving her car. But I didn't know how difficult parking down there would be. And <laughs> it's like, a corporate city. It's I had very... no idea where to park. And like we just paid for parking in some random-ass spot. And I was like, well, we'll just have to remember where it is. Yeah. And uh, And then we get to Pike's Place. And I was like, cool, it's like a fish market, whatever. And I didn't realize it was like five stories of buildings.
1: <laughs> We got shops as well as like your fish market stuff, and there's stuff. everything
0: like tattoo places, like mm-hmm. restaurant, full size restaurants, like uh, just little antique shops. There's smoke shops in there, like fucking. Yep. the first you Starbucks, Starbucks ever. Yeah. Was like
1: across the street. Yeah. So I wouldn't have known that unless you told me. So thanks for that. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I got a mug. I collect coffee mugs, so that was like my Seattle. That's cool. Coffee mugs for first Starbucks. That's cool. You know, Starbucks has shitty coffee. was still cool. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Yeah, there's some, like, crazy shit in Seattle, man. Did you do, like, any ferry rides or anything? Yeah,
1: we did one of the ones that toured, like, the whole harbor. That's it was, like, they had, like, a huge bar on the ship. It was awesome. it got day drinking and, like, <laughs> on the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit. Yeah. Yeah, we did, like, a uh, one of those things, too. It
0: was pretty cool just sitting on a boat, like, checking out seattle from a distance for a while like mm-hmm. this cruise wait did
1: you go up the space needle no we did not oh, we did dude. that it was awesome sam sam doesn't like heights it's been it's not like you're uh you know on the side of a cliff <laughs> i know <laughs> uh dude no
0: there was a lot of stuff that like we wanted to do and just didn't have time like there was like the seattle space center and like all this dude, shit. you
1: know like, what was really cool that we did we it did, was the uh did. museum of pop culture what and you know you're into marvel yeah they had a brand new like it was like 30 percent of the size of the actual museum was all marvel brand i new. saw
0: some of your photos in there that looks yeah, sick.
1: you would have loved that it was uh i'm not that into marvel but it was still really fucking cool mm-hmm. <laughs> so that should say something but we had to pay extra just to get into that because it was brand new really yeah one it was like a whole things. new section to the museum So it was like an extra like Five or ten dollars to do that Totally worth it I can, shouldn't be eating on a podcast But <laughs> 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 But I mean I just got back from Missouri too Like two weeks ago I've been going all over the place Portland, went, Seattle, Missouri You went to a beer factory In St. Louis And anheuser Bush, son <laughs> that looks so fucking cool. Dude, we did, like, the, the fancy upper-class tour, and it was, like, three hours long, where you only have, like, five of you with a tour guide. That's legit. And you get to go to all the places that, like, the regular tours don't get to go to. Really? Yeah, dude, we drank beer take you all that had been finished, like, an hour before that. You,
0: you sent me that on Snapchat. Yeah, that's that was sick. was sick. That's crazy. I would really like to do that.
1: Yeah. I was thinking, like, oh, cool, like, a light beer factory, but it it was really cool, especially because of how old it is. Yeah, like Annasir Bush goes back to like like the eighteen hundreds.
0: Well, and that's like um, I talked to uh, one of my old coworkers was from St. Louis, I think, and I was talking to him about uh, I don't if I can remember their wedding or something, and uh, it was all like beer themed and shit, and they were like uh. Are you not aware of like what like the whole Missouri region is like built on? It's yep. all beer factory. You know why though? Like the Miller there. factory, like the Budweiser factory, like it's all fucking there.
1: So I guess the reason why beer was so big there back in the day when breweries were first starting up was it because of the uh, outlaw? The out they outlawed it or whatever. Well, I mean, they started way before ni- you know the prohibition oh. era. They've been going for. 60, 70, 80 years before that. But Missouri and St. Louis in general was huge for making beer. Well, they didn't have refrigerators back then. So, how would you keep your, if you're mass producing something, a bunch of stuff cool? Because they had caves underneath the city that they would store everything in and it kept it cool. That's sick. That's why, like, St. Louis is considered, like, the heart of, like, breweries. Whoa. Yeah. So, so that factory it all fresh down in the it's caves. all old brick. It's like the. Same buildings that they were in, like you learn all this, on yeah. The it was fucking awesome, <laughs> yeah. No, I had a lot of time. I like you learn about all kinds of stuff, like you know, they have like the Clydesdales, yeah. So they have them there, not all of them, there's like hundreds of those horses, but like a couple of them, you know. Mm. And then they have like their big harnesses, you know, like saddles and stuff, or the harnesses that hook them into the string. And the, yeah, I don't even remember what it's called, but. They're all black leather, and they're made specifically for each horse. One of those harnesses costs like thirty-two thousand dollars, like right yeah, because they're made specifically for that horse. Like, wow, yeah,
0: all custom made.
1: Yep, and I guess that whole program with the Clydesdales is like self-sufficient. That's Dude, how much money it makes? My mom loves the Clydesdales. It's like everyone's favorite thing. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know, like why? Yeah. But yeah. the tour guy was joking about it. He was like, I could take you on like a three hour tour of our factory and drink all this beer the whole time. And then we get to the Clydesdales and everyone losing their mind. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like the fan favorite. Really? Yeah. Dude. Um, as a kid,
0: I remember, I don't remember what we were doing or, or whatever it was, but my mom was like, no, we're going to see the Clydesdales. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're like,
1: oh, cool, a mm, horse. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Like, <laughs> fucking big
0: fucking dog. <laughs> Dude, they're big, too. Yeah, like, size of fucking houses and shit.
1: Yep. Nah, it was cool. I got to travel a lot this year so far. Why'd you go
0: to St. Louis? Wedding?
1: Yeah, it was a family wedding.
0: Oh, that's legit. Yeah. Family
1: weddings are fun. I never get invited. It was crazy, like... <laughs> I'm <just kidding>. shut, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I wanna <laughs> yeah, you're going to fly to Missouri for a wedding. You don't know anyone that.
0: No, I didn't mean to your wedding. I meant my family. Oh, you're not invited to <laughs> wedding. That's <laughs> fucked up. Not your family.
1: I was like, don't worry. If I ever get married, I'll invite you. <laughs> Thanks, man. I, I would, doubt that'll happen. I but... would really hope so. <laughs> I'd be really bummed. I'd be like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> And you know what's crazy is, like, that's, like, the Midwest, right? Yeah. I've never been out there. I've never been to the South. In fact, that's the farthest East I've ever been besides, like, Ohio. Mm-hmm. which is kind of like that. And uh the difference in culture there is a hundred times different than, like, the West. Honestly, like, people here are rude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Missouri's not considered part of the South, but it has, like, that Southern hospitality. Like, anywhere you went, people were friendly. Yeah, like customer service wasn't like uh, this is what you train people to do. It's just how people are. Yeah, like they're just friendly, nice, converse with you anywhere you go for any reason. Yeah, it was totally different in place. I enjoyed it a lot. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, like, like why out here where we live, people are such assholes. You know, what's funny.
0: (laughs) I had that exact same response when I went to Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Wisconsin's the farthest east I've ever gone. And I went when I was seventeen to visit my buddy Andrew. And uh, when I got back, I was like, "Man, people in Wisconsin are fucking chill." <laughs> like I was, yeah. Like, I was like, they're all just like kicking it, like no big deal, like they're all friendly. Like I was like, I didn't meet one fucking rude person the whole time I was in Wisconsin. Yep.
1: And it's like a weir- it's like a weird culture thing. Like walk down the street here and just say hi to everyone you walk by, and see the responses you get. Dude, so many negative fucking people. <laughs> people would be like, What the fuck did you say to me, dude? <laughs> yeah, or they'll just glare at you and walk by. And like, you're like, Dude, I said how good dare, morning. How dare you greet me walking down the street? I said good <laughs> morning.
0: Like, yeah. Or you uh, talk to someone's kid or something. Oh, good morning, little kid. Don't fucking talk to my kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's different. You know what? My sister came up with a good theory about that, and that a large percentage of when the West. Was you know getting settled Was German communities And German people are very Straight faced Not very uh Do you think it's I don't want to mo- say unfriendly But they're not socially European? I, I mean it stems from that But there's a lot of Pieces to that than just that Like every European culture is different also Like I'm German So most of my family That's extremely German is like that like, my grandpa used to terrorize us as kids, and all he would do was stare at us. He's <laughs> He would, uh... If he didn't like what we were doing, he would just glare at us. And he had such a strict face, tall, slim, that uh, he would scare the crap out of us all the time. Uh, he died when I was younger, but... That's, like, my only memories of him, was him just disciplining us for, like, the smallest things. That's why I always joke with my mom. I'm like... <laughs> I don't know how you were raised by that guy and uh you're as cool as you are. <laughs> yeah, same with my grandma. My mom and grandma was awesome too. Yeah, hurry up and grab a beer already. <laughs> that's a sweet cooler though, I want one of those. Oh yeah, the Arizona Cardinals cooler.
0: <laughs> it's fucking with well, the Well it's beer. got the black. It's oh I know money. that's Dude, why I want it. The black jerseys are the best. Um, yeah, I think that is kind of just a different culture, but I, I was just going to say maybe it's because the West was uh founded on kind of more of a savage lifestyle back in the day. I mean, I'm sure that contributes to it. You know what I mean? Because like the South... I mean, you could say I the mean, same thing about the East though. But I'm just saying the South... I mean, shit, the East is filled with... M- war south kind of went through a lot of misery and now people are just kind of happy there (laughs) and uh, i guess (laughs) the west was kind of a cutthroat in like it's a lot of the ship formed because of the mining out here copper mining gold mining you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like a lot of people just were like ruthless like (laughs) fuck your family i need the mining for my family you know what i mean yeah then it's like 200 years later, we're supposed like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> like, it's true. You know? It's true.
1: <laughs> it's like, what would you say to me, dude? <laughs> Trying to take my gold, bro? All right. Dude, they're still, that's what Daniel's doing now. I know. That's cool. I know. He's, well, he's, a,
0: he's supposed to be in
1: uh, next Sunday to do a podcast with me. Really? Yeah. You better invite me.
0: You want to come? You yeah. want to do a
1: You want to do a trio? On every day, you, Daniel, and I here at the same time. <laughs> that'd be sick. Before I, I leave too. I, I'd be down for sure. Let's do it. I got Sunday off too, so.
0: Oh yeah, that would be dope, dude. You and Dan, that'd be a
1: lot of fun. But yeah, so, how about the Cardinals this off season? Thoughts, feelings. New coach, two new quarterbacks. I think we talked about this last time, but I'm down to talk about it again. No, that was so premature last time. I, nothing it had was happened pre-draft time. Huh? It was pre-draft. Yeah, we, nothing had happened yet. Um, All we had was a new coach. I,
0: I don't know what's going to happen with Rosen. This year. But I'm excited to see where he goes in the next five years. I think him as a veteran QB, if we drafted him to be a Cardinal for life, which I hope is the case. That's the goal. That's, right. They even talk about it. That's I hope, like, they're going to throw as much money at him as they need to, and he is committed to staying in
1: Arizona. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, the head coach and Steve Kahn, like, you know, Steve Wilkes, He's they're both – everyone's talking about it he's, like, extremely – he's a rookie, but he's very talented and – nfl ready that's yeah they said that's hard to find in a quarterback steve keim said he was out of the college. only
0: in his opinion he was the only quarterback in the draft that was ready to start on an nfl team mm-hmm. which is kind of a big deal well, look what I everybody
1: mean, all of his coaches and teammates before all they talk about is how intelligent and how hard working he is yeah he's a little cocky but i don't think that's a bad thing either i think that's uh that's part of why he's so good is he acts a certain way he he you know pushes himself a certain way yeah and that's all part of his you know his game you know what i mean yeah he's that way so i'd
0: rather someone be confident in their abilities than Mm -hmm. than question it you know what i mean oh yeah i would much rather that guy walks out and is like I'm the fucking champion. We're going to win Super Bowls. That's how
1: Tom Brady is. Rather than, (laughs) he's like, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. You know,
0: I'm just glad to be We're going to work
1: real hard and we'll just see what happens. You know, I'm like, no, dude, like, I'm going to fucking win today. I like when he goes
0: into his conferences and he's like, uh, (laughs) yeah, we're going to fucking win. Yeah. Like, that's that's the way it should be. At the end of the season, we're going to be champions. Like, So, what do you think about Sam Bradford, though? Bradford? Uh Mm-hmm a bunch of haters i think 20 million (laughs) dollars is a mistake for one year
1: but this is before we picked up rosen and there was a lot of uncertainty i
0: think with bradford starting and his injuries having rosen as his backup is a lot more promising uh because that's that's like
1: the best thing that could ever happen but
0: that's the biggest thing people said about it is like fuck. Dude, like Sam Bradford's gonna get hurt in preseason. Oh, he probably threw his back out signing his contract. A bunch of haters. Um, but I think he could do good, man. I mean, I was always a Sam Bradford fan. I enjoy. Look up
1: right now the two games he played last season. What were his stats in those two games? I'll look it up. Like obviously he's been hurt a lot of time, and that's never someone that you want to pay twenty million dollars for for one season, but. I'm just saying, like, when he's healthy, his stats are there. Uh, I'm looking it up right here. We will find out, sir.
0: Uh, Last year with the Minnesota Vikings, two games played, 43 attempts, 32 completions, which is an average of
1: 74.4. Which is actually pretty good. He threw for 382 yards. Um, Two games, 400 yards, three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm seeing.
0: Yards per game that equates to 191 yards a game. And that's he threw three touchdowns. That's not that bad. Uh, the longest touchdown was for 44 yards. Uh, he threw 20. Oh, that's the longest completion. I'm sorry. I mean, what he had 20 plus, uh, 20 plus yard receptions. He had eight total. 40 plus yard receptions. He had one. Uh, he was sacked five times in those two games, which Wait, sucks what's for his line. What's his length.
1: 2016 stats? He played a lot more games. 2016, he, he had 15 games played.
0: Uh, 552 attempts, 395 completions, 71.6% completion rate. He threw for 3,877
1: yards. Jeez, he had 4,000 yards in 15 games. And he threw 20 touchdowns. 20 touchdowns. That's, that's nothing to complain about. Mm-mm. And when we have, he, has a, a, he has a much better plate. offense here than he had in Minnesota. He's got David Johnson in the backfield. And, and our line looks like it's tightening up a lot.
0: And, okay, so this is a big thing for his injuries, right? How many times do you think he was sacked in 2016?
1: I don't want to think about it. How is many it a sacks? lot or a little? It's a lot. Okay, yeah. So it's like a Carson Palmer but thing. But how right. many
0: times do you think it was? Um, I don't know. He- uh are
1: you looking it up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, dude. He was sacked 37 <laughs> oh, times. Oh, man. That's ridiculous. He was sacked 37 times. And then people want to complain about him getting hurt. And in
0: comparison, his last year with the Rams, he was sacked 15 times. Dude, that's more than double. Oh, and that's seven games, actually. So, it, w- it was St. Louis, he was sacked 35 times in 16 games. His whole career, he hasn't gone He's one never season had without getting sacked more than... Thirty times.
1: Well that's what everyone's worry is coming to the Cardinals though is our offensive line. But we made some big improvements. Appro- we improve did. Nights. And we also had injuries last year which contributed to that. Mm
0: hmm.
1: Um That's rough. Oh <laughs> looking at Brady. Yeah, well I he just never get sacked. Like what? Once once or twice here and there?
0: Thirty five times last year. No, I guess the year before is fifteen. Yeah,
1: because last year was bad for them. Mm-hmm. The year right, before, Tom that.
0: Brady got sacked fifteen times. Fifteen's a that's basically a once game, a game,
1: which is not bad. No, it's about average. Well, I think that's above average, honestly. That's a good
0: average. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I think I think Bradford's gonna be okay. I, I'm that's I'm a really new coach,
1: new quarterback. The biggest thing for me yeah, is the a coach. Lot going
0: on. I'm really wondering how that dude that ice I have cream a good truck, feeling about it. I'm gonna him. go outside and fucking murder that guy. Hell no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he won't leave.
0: <laughs> fucking a. Um. The biggest thing, the biggest concern I have is our coach because uh, it's just a new coach. It's like Arians was. I have a
1: better feeling.
0: A about really good bet for us, but you know how many coaches get hired and get fired in their first season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's my biggest fucking concern.
1: If you take the talent we have on this team and blow it this season, if you don't go 500 with what our team has right now, you're not doing so hot. But
0: well, that's I'm my biggest saying. concern. He's going to get fired if he doesn't I do well. I don't think
1: so. I think we're going to have a playoff run this year. And we're the team that nobody expects that to happen either. And in the past, that's usually our best years.
0: Dude, we have an uphill battle.
1: Mm. Our schedule's scary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's the hardest schedule we've had in years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the NFC West, besides now the fucking Seacocks, you know, where... uh, They fell apart. Yeah, three out of the four teams are powerhouses this year. But uh,
0: Rams are stacked. 49ers made some yeah, big improvements. Yeah, you could say
1: the same thing about the Cowboys and Raiders over the last three years, too, and look what they did with it. It doesn't always mean you're going to be the freaking team.
0: Oh, of course not.
1: You know what I mean? But,
0: okay, so we're playing the Redskins, the Rams, the Bears, Seahawks, Niners, Vikings, Broncos, Niners. We play the Niners twice in four weeks. Mm-hmm. It's a little rough. And then we have a bye week, which is kind of cool. We have it in the middle of the season. And then it's Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, Packers, Lions, Falcons. The last eight games we have, dude, we are so fucked. We play the fucking... The Packers, the Lions, the Falcons, Rams, and Seahawks for our last five games. Like, it's
1: 100% possible we don't win any of those. Yeah. I, I mean... I think we're going to go... You know, we're not going to have like a 14-2 and two season. I think we're going to be more around like the 10-6 and six range, right? You know what I mean, give or take. But that's a playoff run, even if that's wild card. So, and in my opinion, you know. Our best bet. Sam Bradford's a, a, a freaking wild card. Mm-hmm. No one knows how that's going to play out. Um, but... That could turn into freaking us making a Super Bowl run. You don't even know. The possibilities there are, you know, endless, as well as the other half of that and completely shitting the whole year away. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think if uh
0: I think if we can start the season winning at home against the Redskins, we'll start off on the right
1: path. We usually win our home opener. Almost always. The last two years before that, it was the Saints, the home openers. Mm-hmm. I went to those games.
0: But the Redskins are going to be a big deal.
1: They don't have a weak team this year either. They got a pretty good team.
0: We play all our division matches in the first five games. All of them. Which is terrible. It's terrible for any team to do. We play Rams, then the Bears, then Seahawks Niners.
1: Usually you want to be three four games in before you start playing division. Get weed out some problems before yeah.
0: Playing the Rams at home week two,
1: mm-hmm. our odds are stacked really high against us. I'm glad there. that we're playing that game at home that early in the season, though, and then the away games later because the well, Rams you, are no, the team to No, we play beat. the Rams
0: at, I'm sorry, at their, oh, it's at their stadium. Yeah. I said the Rams at home, like they play at home. Yeah, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. No, that's, that's scary then. That's what <laughs> I
0: mean. Like the Rams like in fucking L.A. I
1: don't know, man. The Coliseum?
0: Is their stadium done yet? No.
1: <laughs> That's just not gonna be done. Be done like, by 2020, huh? Um. You see I that shit about the World about Cup? That. Yeah. We are in 2026. Oh, and World the Cup. Super Bowl 2022 is coming, coming back to, to easy, Arizona, baby. Dude,
0: I would love to go, bro. If I'm in a position to buy tickets in four years, I'm going.
1: What are you looking at for like cheap seats at a Super Bowl?
0: Probably grand, I bet.
1: Really? Worth it,
0: dude. Cardinal Stadium does not have bad seats, in my opinion. I no. would I would walk to the top row and watch the Super Bowl, no problem, mm-hmm.
1: no problem. Yeah, it's not every day you say you can go to a Super Bowl. Fuck no. As long as it's not like Seahawks Patriots, then I wouldn't go. Uh, you're
0: accurate there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would be like, Nah, I'm good. I'll stay at home and but not so do watch season
0: it. ticket members get sh- first shot at Super Bowl tickets? I think so. Yeah. Because that might mean I need to sign back up for season tickets. <laughs> Just that year. By 2020. <laughs> yeah, or Just do that year. <laughs> yeah, I'm bummed we're not getting season tickets again this year. But uh, it's a good financial move. I think uh, Cardinals have been pretty dismal the last couple of years. And it's gotten pretty challenging to sell some tickets. Yeah. And make money back. Uh, no one wants so. to
1: watch a team that's... Got talent well, and isn't performing. And
0: last year, I mean, people were selling tickets in, like, the good sections, like, the 100 level. For the price you were paying for your for season like tickets. For, like, $50 a seat. And I'm like, are mm-hmm. you fucking kidding me? People were just begging people to take their tickets last year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if we have a losing record again this year, game, like, 9 or 10 at home, I'll buy a $50 ticket on the fucking 50-yard line. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, you know? But...
1: It's because we're real fans.
0: Oh yeah, I want to go to any game,
1: man. It's just buying season tickets has been you went to experience. the the Green Bay playoff game a couple of years back, right? Mm. I thought you said it was the. Remember, we had the first week bye, and then the next week we played Green Bay at home. Went into so. uh, overtime and the coin didn't flip, and they re-flipped it. And we ended up winning the coin toss. I honestly do not recall. Oh, how do you not recall that game? That was like one of the best games in Arizona Cardinals. I feel like I didn't go. We got the ball first in overtime and passed to Larry Fitzgerald. Carson looked like a fucking sprinter, dodging people in the pocket, ran all the way to the right, threw all the way back to the other hash to Fitzgerald. And he went all the way to, like, what, like the six-yard line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On I the first there. play? No, I, we sold I those thought you, tickets. Oh, man, you should have went to that we game. We sold those
0: tickets because uh, we uh, decided to make the money back for the next season's tickets.
1: mm mm-hmm. uh, Dude, that game was the best game I've ever watched. And
0: we watched that at the casino that year because it was Tyler Jones' birthday. And so we all wore our jerseys. Mm -hmm. And went out and watched it at the casino in Flag. And then we stayed up gambling and shit till like 3 a.m. And I remember because I I was playing roulette and I kept betting 11 for Larry's jersey because I was wearing 11. And I hit it like four times. (laughs) I was like, what? I cashed out that night on roulette higher than I ever have, which isn't that high, but I made like $100. You know roulette's
1: like the worst odds in Vegas. Yeah, but I really enjoy it. You're gambling, man. That's like.
0: But I really enjoy it. No, like I a, love playing roulette. It's a fun game. But I
1: accept the fact that I'm probably going to lose money when I'm Oh, playing. me too. That's <laughs> why I was
0: psyched I made 100 bucks. It's terrible. Like, that was the first night I went to the casino in Flagstaff and made money. I didn't know you guys had a casino out there. Uh, it's like it's, I've never been. It's only like five miles out of town. It's on the Indian Reservation.
1: Hell, they put a casino in 29 Palms when I was there. Really? Oh, Yeah. Worst thing ever. Did I
0: tell you I drove through 29 Palms uh, with Sam going to... Uh,
1: it's funny. That's, like, something to, like, talk about. Like, oh, yeah, I drove through that fucking shithole. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dude, it was a shithole. By Joshua Tree. I lived there shit for out there, six right? years. That's, It's, like, out by yeah, Joshua yeah. Tree or whatever. Yeah. So, me and Sam went to... Uh, <laughs> we were going to California for Thanksgiving. And uh, I always GPS shit. Always. Always. And I'm fucking following it and it <laughs> updates you know with like a traffic alert and it's like accident like 40 miles ahead or whatever <laughs> and I was like what and it like updates and it like switches to like with this accident you are due to arrive and it like updates to like it adds like two and a half more hours onto our trip because like they were like closing the highway because there was a severe accident on so, Thanksgiving so it took
1: you through on palms or what
0: yeah, no, so my, <laughs> so my GPS auto rerouted, mm-hmm. and it said, this route is currently, like, you know, one hour and 48 minutes shorter, or whatever, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I looked at it, and in reality, taking that route, it's only, like, an extra 30 to, like, 40 minutes or some shit going to her mom's house, mm-hmm. as opposed to the way we were taking. Yeah. And I was like, I guess that's not that bad. So we <laughs> drove through, like, 29 Palms and Joshua Tree and shit. And I was like, Jesus, this is out in the fucking butthole of California. It like, is, dude. Nowhere out here, bro.
1: Like, for anyone like, who doesn't know, 29 Palms is a city based around a Marine Corps base. Like, yeah. that, the only reason that this city exists is because there's a base there. Now, I did six years in the Marine Corps, and I was stationed there for six years. It's it's considered the armpit of the Marine Corps. Like, if you go to Toronto Palms, like, people will laugh at you. Yeah. But, so I was stuck there for six years. And you know it's a Marine it's Corps town when you, when you when you drive down Adobe Road. That's, like, the main road there. It's just all you see on the sides of the road are liquor stores, tattoo parlors, and barber shops. It was, like. Yep, that's the Marine Corps area Today right here. Yeah, fast food places. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of fast food <laughs> 24 places. 24-hour Mexican places and stuff like Dude, that. Dude,
0: like, I was like, I didn't, for one, I could not for the life of me figure out where the turn was for your Marine Base.
1: Adobe, it's I, the main road. I
0: saw the sign that said <laughs> Marine Base, like, on this
1: road or whatever. I didn't, I never saw the you turn. You literally take that road until you get to the base. It ends on the base. Like, oh. you go through the gate on that road.
0: Um... And uh, we drove through it, and like I had to pee, so I like stopped at some random fucking place. And all I kept thinking was like, man, this is where Chad used to drive every time after <laughs> we're hanging out. He used to drive out in the middle of fucking nowhere out here and just go back to fucking being a Marine yep. <laughs> like every time hey, like you know what? come At to Havasu on the weekend. Every Marine
1: who's stationed out there fucking cries. And you know what? I got a funny story. because uh, But you
0: had it good because you were only like three no, hours I away from home. No, I loved it,
1: but I'll, I'll, I'll hit on that. But the funniest thing is when I got out of boot camp, you know, I went through infantry training school and it's called infantry training battalion, spent three months there learning how to be a, an infantryman, right? Yeah. And then like the whole class You're always trying to predict where they're going to station you Like everybody's like, Oh we're going to go to Hawaii We're going to go to like North Carolina Or this or that You know 29 Palms is like the back of that list Like nobody wants to go to 29 Palms All my instructors Were from 29 Palms And they would fuck with us all the time And they'd be like You guys are fucked You're all going to fucking 29 Palms Like I don't know why you got your hopes up This and that But we knew that like there was a unit in Hawaii that needed Marines uh, pretty bad. And we were like, yeah, we're going to get Hawaii. <laughs> like, it's going to be the shit. Like, everybody was talking about going to Hawaii out of like my class of like 200 Marines. We're like, at least 80% of us would probably end up in Hawaii. That would so, have been like, sick. a week before we graduate, they found out where everybody was going. And we were in the field, and they already knew the whole time we were in the field training. It was our last week before graduation. And, uh, We were sitting on our packs, like our gear, waiting for the buses to pick us up to take us back to the base, you know, and we're all tired and worn out. And like one of our instructors comes up and he's like, well, you guys want to find out where the fuck you're going? And we're like, hell yeah, Sergeant. You know? Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, every one of you motherfuckers is going to Torn Palms. He's like, I fucking told you. Few people were like throwing helmets, like fuck, kicking dirt and shit. <laughs> like awesome. people were so fucking angry that we were going to Toronto. And all of you went. I was happy, like because you know we're from like Havasu. I was like worst case scenario, like at least it's close to home. Like yeah, I'm, I'm not far away from everything. Yeah. But you know I enjoyed it. Like your your week there kind of sucked, but you're on the base in week during the week anyways. So yeah. why does it matter? Like you're yeah, not, you're not going out to town on the weekdays. So. You're two hours from, like, actual Southern California, like, coastline. Yeah. You're two hours to Vegas, two hours to Lake Havasu, like, you know. Like what are you going to bitch about, in my opinion? It was not that bad. No. No. Weekend trips. That's what everybody does anyways. Yeah. You're pretty close to an San An hour Diego. from Big Bear. My buddies and I used to get uh, season it's passes. an hour from Big Bear? Yep. Damn. Season passes to Big Bear every winter.
0: Yeah, Sam's family lives out in Temecula, so we were driving to Temecula, so we weren't too
1: far. And uh, the only thing that being stationed in 29 Palms you're known for is, one, best units in the Marine Corps. I won't get into that, though. But uh, two, raging alcoholics and hazing. Oh, yeah? (laughs) That's what it's known
0: for. Just out in the fucking middle of nowhere?
1: Yep. 29 Palms is known for just... Massive so ranking.
0: what were the odds that all of you got sent to Twenty Nine Palms, though?
1: Like, is that normal? Uh, like, for in, well, Brad entire? was Brad was in my class, and he went to Camp Pendleton. But he had a different job than me so by the not, end of school. So not all of you
0: went to 29. No.
1: Years. Most of the riflemen, which is about 80% of the class, went to 29 Palms. Oh, shit. Brad was an anti-tank tow gunner, and he ended up going to Camp Pendleton. So depending on if you were, like, a machine gunner or, like, you did something different while you were there. Mm. But the vast majority of us.
0: So who fucking got to go to Hawaii?
1: Nobody, nobody from my class went to Hawaii and that's all we talked about for three months. Like, yeah, we're going to go to Hawaii. It's going to be this shit. Well, (laughs) at least it helped (laughs) you Because you were tracking like the classes before you, like where they were going and like seeing what units needed people. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. No, I was very glad though. I was, uh, the unit I went to and the deployments I went on, I was very happy with where I went. Definitely. Yeah. Everybody bitches about it. I was happy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's not too bad i no. saw you all the time dude
1: mm-hmm.
0: you were always fucking coming to have a sir flag stuff.
1: wasn't gonna, I was gonna stay in the barracks over the weekend No, fuck that <laughs> get hazed by your senior marines all the time why would
0: you even want to stay there's like, no
1: reason other than like you're broke <laughs> yeah if i had a hundred dollars in my pocket i would still drive home yeah the Weekend. you know what See i mean the like, gas yeah like didn't matter. I'm not staying yeah, here. Yeah,
0: Stay at your mom's house. <laughs> yeah, Eat free food and shit. Yeah. Didn't have nothing to worry about. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you could get back super late Sunday, huh? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I roll in at like 2, 3 in the morning, be up in an hour for work. It was crazy. <laughs> it was terrible, but I was young at the time. Dude, I talked to people about
0: that so much now, like struggling to stay awake, like just out drinking.
1: <laughs> like... We used to have, like, barracks parties. And I'm talking about, like, we would, like, do shit against the rules. We would wheel in, like, three kegs into the barracks for, like, 75 Marines. Damn. And just get completely obliterated until, like, 3, 4 in the morning and then go on, like, a 10-mile run for work. And that's how you started your day. Fuck. People are, like, puking, you know, all over the side of the freaking path as we're running these hills. And then, like, just keep running. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. I don't know how we did it. Savages, bro. Yeah, it was... I look back and I'm like, oh, my God. It was so terrible. That's the
0: type of shit I could literally never do. (laughs) I would be the guy dying. You could.
1: It just takes a long time to get to that point. Like... Of drinking? You think I could do that before I joined the Marine Corps? No. (laughs) No. Of course not. Fuck no. I knew you before you joined the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. little scrawny piece of shit. I know. I wasn't even when I joined... (laughs) i didn't <laughs> you did not weigh I a was lot scrawny in school, until right? like twenty twenty. like
0: when you played football you were skinny as shit mm-hmm. right like, yeah yeah you weighed what probably around like 170 maybe yeah like 170 to like 190 give jesus. or take. jesus yeah you were just a small little guy back then man i mean you were tall as fuck
1: but you were just scrawny <laughs> that's why i was like man i wish i had this weight back in high school fucking murder kids in football yeah it'd be scary almost
0: (laughs) yeah that's fair
1: jesus
0: (laughs) i was gonna ask you while
1: you're here what do you think about all this illegal immigrant shit going on oh touchy subject Uh uh-oh last time it was guns now the hot topics: immigration. Oh, we
0: gotta hit one hot topic. At oh, least, I know. Man. I love the hot topic. We could
1: get back to David Gog, <laughs> that
0: fucking douchebag. Yeah, wrote a, a fucking book.
1: <laughs> God damn it! With man. his vast experience in life. Yeah. Oh,
0: <laughs> you have so much knowledge. I just graduated about high school three school months ago. Shooting. Read my book. <laughs> like, wow. I'm a survivor. You remember though,
1: like when you were in high school, you thought you knew everything. Like you were like. Phew. Um, um, I know everything about everything. I
0: know you haven't listened to the podcast, but I did today, <laughs> yeah. and we literally talked about that. I was like, bro,
1: word for word, I said to you, yeah. in high school,
0: I felt like I knew fucking everything, That's man. what everybody thinks. You're a teenager. And I was like, now that I'm That's in the my joke behind it. mid to late 20s, I'm like, bro, I don't know fucking shit, <laughs> but I'm trying to learn. Yep. Trying to. And that kid's selling books. That kid thinks he knows everything right yeah. now. Yeah
1: people listen to me the problem is though <laughs> if no one
0: knocks him down in life he's not gonna fucking change yeah he needs some kind of reality check but all he's right. a rich kid so he'll probably cool. never get it
1: immigration yeah what are you, you asking me about what are you just want, the you
0: illegal want like the stuff like trump wrote an executive order that like you can't separate families anymore but right it's been all over the news that like they were separating families look my there's base. horrible hold on there's horrible videos online just for people who don't know about like <laughs> <laughs> Kids crying and, like... Half of um, fake. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are those blankets, those heat shield blankets, like the silver ones? That's, like, pretty standard. That they pass out. A... Um, they're saying, basically, like, there's tens of thousands of women and children detained with nowhere to go because they're illegal immigrants right now. Um, and people are, like, super upset that they're separating children from their mothers. Um And then everyone started blaming everyone. Everyone's like, this is a democratic law. It was only...
1: This has been going on for 20 years. This has been going on forever. It's... But, I mean, bad. Recent 20 years or so is when it was been... The number... The percentage of people crossing the southern border has just grown exponentially in the last 20 years. Right. So, you know, it only became an issue when Trump was president. Even though... And the the funny thing is, Republicans have been demanding more funding in the last ten years for the border, for border patrol. Well, during Obama's presidency, and have been denied every single time. And now that the Democrats have denied it the whole time, they're bitching about the facilities and how everything's ran on the border with no funding. Yep, not enough border patrol, not enough facilities, not enough funding for anything. And now that Trump's president, they're all making it about him, even though he inherited that disaster. Yeah. And most of that problems were requested to be fixed during Obama's tenure as president. Oh, for sure. And that's what blows my mind is, like, people are just so ignorant. Like, just look shit up. Stop worrying about who the fuck was president when and this. Like you know what i mean like stop listening to your stupid fucking news network oh, yeah. like this has been an issue that people have been complaining oh, yeah. about for years people are never gonna change man like it do you just, remember when obama get, became president it blows my mind though i'm like holy
0: crap like when obama became president it was like the most outrageous thing ever that uh the economy is crashing and it's like dude he's been president for like a month right and it's like George Bush was president when the fucking economy
1: burst, It was due man. up. You Right. He fought two wars during his tenure. It was it, like, the economy was going to crash. So
0: you're you're right. Like Trump's in that same situation and people are like I don't understand why it's Trump's fault in any way. It's like, I'm sorry, did Trump like Go down to the border personally and fucking tell people like, hey, give
1: me your kid. I'm taking him away. Trump was standing there like bring me all the kids and children and women. And uh, well, everyone wholeheartedly believes that I decide because he did sign that bill on no tolerance. And people are blaming that when really that law was passed in the Clinton area uh, of separating families if they're being prosecuted. Yeah. So it's like it's been there the whole time. And only because he signed a no tolerance, you know, bill, that people are just oh, heads exploded. Like, and uh, it's I get annoyed sad. by it. It's it so he just cares about what's happening on the border, and people are treating him like he's some piece of shit. You know, I'm a firm believer. Like, no matter who's president, what party, if you do a shitty thing or you do a good thing, like you should be recognized for it. Like. I am huge. I do not like Obama, but there's a lot of things that I like that Obama did. I I can tell you that. Yeah. Because I'm just a realist like that. Like, it doesn't matter what party or what you did. And I can also name all the things that he did that I fucking hated. So, I do the same thing with Trump. I didn't fucking vote for that guy. You know what I mean? But he's the president, and if he's doing something right, you should congratulate him. And if he's doing something wrong you should tell them to say that. You know what I mean? but people can't do that. People are just so one sided. You can't even see right and wrong. It just doesn't matter. It's whatever you want to believe in is what you believe in. Oh, I agree. Based off what's actually happening. Fucking little kids running in front of my house,
0: dude. (laughs) Um, No, I entirely agree, man. It's, it's weird that like, I mean, the president's always going to get the blame though. That's kind of like the job they signed up for. Yeah. Um, it's just weird that, like, Trump's presidency was so, like, hypersensitive that people are getting, like, super critical on these, like,
1: weird issues. Mm, what would be normally a little issue. Right.
0: Like, you saw what I posted on Facebook the other day that was, like, if people in non-border states could just shift their outrage to gas prices, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. It was funny. <laughs>
1: It's Typical like, Republican presidency though is guys gas prices just skyrocket. Dude, it's driving me insane. Yeah, something bro. Something I will bitch about, you know what I mean, and I side on the Republican side on most issues, but dude. I will always bitch about that. It
0: just cost it cost me like forty dollars to fill up my Subaru and I drive <laughs> a fucking Subaru. Yeah. I'm just like, no, I usually cost fill it up for twenty five dollars, dude. Yeah. Like this is fucking horseshit. <laughs> Like when I moved down to Phoenix, gas prices were a dollar ninety nine. Mm-hmm. A dollar ninety nine. That's what what a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're uh, three ten. About.
1: Makes me sick. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: remember when I was in high school, my first. No, it's higher than
1: that. I think it's about three thirty right now. Yeah, I mean it varies across yeah, the valley, up and down. But
0: it's cheaper in Flagstaff right now. It's still like two ninety nine. Yeah. Uh. But in high school, I remember when it it was, like, $5 a gallon or about that. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was, like, six-something in California at the time, I think. And I just remember it was, like, the worst experience in the world. And all I keep thinking when gas prices keep going up and up, I'm like, Mm -hmm. please let them stop. Like... Don't let it get to four fifty, man. Like I know how miserable <laughs> oh that is. God. I don't even want to think about paying people for gas on line. payday, just like in line at the gas yep. station spending fifty fucking dollars for ten gallons. Yep. Like, fuck
1: that. It's crazy, bro. But I wanna, I wanna talk about we we're talking about immigration and the facilities that are housing oh, immigrants yeah. so, coming yeah. across the because yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it bothers me that people are ignorant about that subject, and. And it has to do with funding and all these other things. But anyway, so people were always complaining about, oh, they're kept in dog kennels and this and that. And these little space blankets. That's what we used to call them in the Marine Corps. The little space blankets. Yeah, Yeah. because they look like little space blankets. You know, that's what we used to call it. Those are literally used for emergency situations to keep people warm. Of course. Um, Of course. That's what they're designed for in, in mass and for stuff like what's going on the border right now. Right. So... They're like. First of all, the biggest thing I saw first was pictures of people in dog kennels. "Quote unquote." What do you think a detention facility is? In your honest opinion, if in you my I mean, opinion, yeah, what what is a detention facility?
0: Dude, like I that picture houses it, people
1: who supposedly committed a crime. Right? I that's, legitimately that's is, put
0: but. picture like I picture it the same as I guess like you would see in a movie like an open room like space like in a warehouse type area with a fucking boxed
1: in fence mm-hmm. that people are in like it, it's you know. a holding center and it's generally short term yeah until you it doesn't take long to get sentenced and, and it's not like
0: with. it's not like they're torturing people it's literally like no, they no, have no. to stay in there
1: like like if you're going to house people somewhere and you have no funding but you're supposed to house this influx of people that you have can't even account for the numbers half the time, yeah, right? Yeah. And like like I work in a prison. I'm a, I'm a CEO. I know what a prison is. Yeah. I am you know, I know what jails look like. I know what holding uh holding cells look like, temporary holding areas, like that's my job. It's what I do. Yeah. Now, we don't have any funding in the state for what I do. I can only imagine what running the border would look like with the funding that they have. Right. You know, and what is the difference between a chain link fence and a concrete wall? Chain link fence is more humane, in my opinion. Okay. And forget about humanity. It's a thousand times cheaper.
0: Okay, it's cheaper for <laughs> sure, but I'm because just because they don't have any funding. I'm saying for me personally, I'd rather be in the fenced area because at least I can look out of it, right? See what's going
1: on. And uh, the wall, you go kind of insane. And that's my point. It's a detention facility for people who committed crimes or supposedly are on trial. Well, okay, so my, yeah, so they're waiting to get sentenced until uh, you committed a crime or you didn't. That's right?
0: my whole thing, man. Is like <sighs>
1: people are so ignorant. People
0: are people are upset that they're separating kids from their moms. In the detention facilities, but it's the exact same thing that's going to happen yep. when their mom goes to jail mm-hmm. for being an Ill- illegal immigrant. Yep. So what? What's is the difference? And it's the difference is they're they're sending the kids in a room with other like kids until they get sent to a,
1: a foster facility. The basically. average time of being. Taken into custody and then sentenced and dealt with is three to ten days. So it's not like we're holding them for months away from their families. Yeah. It's just temporary. Yeah. And people don't, they refuse to actually look at what's actually going on or understand what's actually going on. Yeah,
0: And I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule. And there's always going to be people who do the wrong thing. And there's always going to be the people who get the worst service possible you know what i mean like it's like it's like when you go to it's like any situation and it's shitty to like compare it to anything else but it's like in any situation you put a hundred people through the same experience 10 of those people are gonna have a huge fucking complaint about it 10 people are gonna have no complaints (laughs) 80 people are gonna be mixed all over the place like you know what i mean it's like people are gonna have varied experiences and opinions and You can't just say, like, oh, what we're doing is across the board wrong because you saw one video
1: online and it's fucking a fake video. (laughs) Only when Trump was president. (laughs) Dude. And uh, the funny thing is, is, like, I just read an article that was saying that, like, 80% of the kids that come across the border are not with their actual parents anyways. Yeah. They're not. They're being smuggled across. They're being smuggled and trafficked across the border. Yeah. And everyone's known that for a long time, except people who refused to uh, acknowledge this was going on until, like, the right. last six months.
0: So I was reading about that online also, and then a lot of these kids aren't even with people who can prove that they're the child's parent mm-hmm. in Which any is why way. they take
1: them every time that happens.
0: Yeah. There's no paperwork. There's no, like, their names don't match. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's just an adult with a kid, and so... Basically
1: like throwing a tornado on the border and then here's your uh, $5 to help to, to figure out everything that's happening on the border. Yeah. The num- the the job that it takes to properly do everything that you would need to do on a border, I don't even know how you do it anyways, but with the funding they have, it wasn't until Trump came president that he expanded the border patrol, which they're still hiring for because they can't fill those spots.
0: Of course it can't.
1: It takes a long time to hire in law enforcement. You know, like 10,000 people can apply for a 1,000 spots and you still wouldn't fill it. Nope. Background checks, polygraphs. Yeah, so people uh, don't fucking qualify. Right. It's, It's so hard. And people don't even understand that. Local law enforcement, not even federal, how hard it is to become a police officer. Yeah. Like, it's not like... I saw some jobs for the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on, on <laughs> it's even harder on LinkedIn like good luck getting into like the FBI or CIA without like six year degree well, it like uh, it, speaking I got, three different languages I you got know. no I got like
0: one yeah. of those messages from like a like an FBI recruiter to like apply yeah, because they're looking for professionals in higher education mm-hmm. to like become FBI, like higher education agents or whatever. <laughs> Should done it. I was looking at it and I was like, dude, I think they would look into my name and find way too many things online and <laughs> be like, this kid's fucked. Like, <laughs> That's what happens, man. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. feel like I do not want to put
1: my name in on that list. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yep. And, I mean, like, most people don't even realize if, if, if you know a cop, they probably f- failed getting into several departments before they got into the department they were in. Yeah. They just kept trying over several years. Yeah. Like, that's how hard it is to become law enforcement these days. Yeah. So, you know, people don't even realize that. And you yeah. talk about the Border Patrol. You don't even understand most like, dude, like 98% of this country doesn't understand the problems that are on the border because they don't live in a border state. They don't live in that part of the border. That's
0: why I said on the, on Facebook, I was like, could everyone who doesn't live in a border state just shut the fuck up? Right? No, for real. Like like, it's
1: insane. Like you don't even know the problems on the border. You just think it's this mass fucking exodus of people Yeah. like, no, 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 like Pinal County here in Arizona. I looked into this, right? In like 2010 to 2012, when the border got really heated with cartels, remember that? It was like a huge thing all over the news. And then the the cartels kind of backed off because they knew it was going to bring a lot of heat. Yeah. During that time period, the sheriff of Pinal County out here, uh, Sheriff Babu, I don't really like him, but he was the sheriff back then. He was literally sent a video to Obama over the news saying, if you can't manage the border federally which is your job it's not local law enforcement's job to, yeah. to manage the border we you need to increase funding to all your states for law enforcement because he was literally like they were getting into like 50 car chases a month getting into shootouts two deputies shot walking in to do drug trafficking with like 15 guys with ak's you know what i mean yeah. like in the u.s yeah was, here on arizona soil crazy yeah you know what i mean like And it was getting so bad that, like, that county doesn't have the funding for, like, an air unit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's mostly bare bones county. Like, it's the largest county in Arizona size-wise, but, like, uh, population-wise, no. You know what I mean? It's just large. Yeah. And they have two of the biggest smuggling routes in in the state, which is why that county has so many issues um, coming up from the border. and. You know, they took, like, a news tour on, on their, you know, air unit all over, like, our side of the border. And you could just, they were just pointing out spotters on hills from the cartel on our side of the border. I mean, it, it's so bad, the the drug trafficking, the human trafficking. Like, people don't even understand this, this is going on. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, You don't even understand the issues that are going on down here yeah. on U.S. soil. Yeah, no, it's horrible. The news won't cover it for a reason. Yeah. No one wants to be known for that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, the only time you know what's actually going on is if you're from that area. No Gal is? Have you ever heard about the cops down there? Yep. You know the shit how all those families getting threatened all the time with pictures and freaking, if you do this, we're going to kill your whole family? Like, that's what local law enforcement who gets paid dirt has to deal with on those areas. Yeah, dude. That's ridiculous. Yeah. People don't get it, and that's what, what,
0: like, I... uh, I tried to explain to sam before she like went to mexico (laughs) and like it it, it's not just that it's just like like people don't understand and i think we were talking about this earlier or maybe it was on the it was on the first podcast we did like people in america get this false sense of security like the rest of the world isn't operating in like such a criminal way than the rest of us like just because reality
1: worthy anomaly
0: yeah just because you're not involved in it like i understand it's not as bad in like places like europe and stuff either but it's like
1: well that's what we're compared to
0: right (laughs) but it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of crime in a lot of parts of the world Mm -hmm. and a lot of the government is funded by drugs illegal drugs like I mean, it has been known for a long time that people in the government have got caught for smuggling heroin out of places. Mm-hmm. There was undercover operations going on in Korea when we were there. Like, you know, like, it's not, like, unknown. Like, yeah. Sketchy shit happens
1: all over the fucking world. Like, the DEA is, like, the shadiest branch of our fucking like, People act government. like
0: it's not like... Uh, <laughs> People act like it can't happen here and Mm -hmm. people act like everything's fine and it's not fine. Like, it's like you can't just act like it can't happen to you, man. And you can't act like it's not happening in your state. Like people, my biggest issue is when people are like delusional about the amount of drugs in their area or like the amount of (laughs) addicts that are in their area. because they don't see it.
1: And it's like, but they don't. If you don't work in law enforcement, it's all kept out of the eye of everybody. But it's also
0: that they don't want to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no,
1: for sure. No, I agree.
0: It's like, I feel like I can, like, walk around a street and be like, oh, yeah, that guy's buying drugs from that guy. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Like, Pinal County, the county I was just talking about. uh, Like, on any given week, they bust, like, I'm not talking like, oh, I found like a pound of marijuana or like this much cocaine or this much. You know what I mean? Like this much heroin. Yeah. I'm talking about like they're finding like mass amounts every day of the week for years. Yeah. Because it's, it's drug trafficking across the border. Yeah. A red Like it's unheard of. Yeah. You know, like like 500 pounds of marijuana. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking like. And this is what they do every week. Yeah, like 50,000 like pills. Like, yeah. Like, do you understand, like, the amount of drugs coming across the border? I do. And the violence that comes with that? I mean, hell, I work in a prison. The only time your, your, you know, your yard that you work at becomes extremely violent is when there's a lot of drugs on the yard. Yeah. That's what it comes with. You know what I mean? Like, drug debts, you know, that's usually when that happens. Yeah, dude. So, I think people just, they don't want to know. No, no, That's really what it comes to down me. to. No, nobody wants to hear that kind of stuff. No. It's the same reason that working in a prison, no one cares what happens yeah. in a prison because you don't want to know what happens That's in a prison. That's what
0: I was like telling my girlfriend not to like go public places in Mexico right now because I was like, babe, like I understand you don't want to treat your vacation like that, but it's like you can't go to a nightclub at night. Mm-hmm. like You can't go into the bathroom by yourself. Yeah, like, it's you all know over the mean? news. It's People like, are
1: getting killed in resort areas now.
0: Yeah, dude. And like, ugh, beheaded and shit. Yep. Like the mass graves they find and stuff. It's just like it's disturbing, man. Yep. And it's like, uh, like dude, real shit
1: happens all over, and people just act like it's dangerous. Dude, it happens here in our border towns. Of course. Ten dudes roll up on a house with machetes and chop a whole family up, and the media doesn't cover it. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that happens in border towns. You know what I mean? Like. And uh, the rest of the country just doesn't really care. Yeah. Until Trump was president. Now they magically fucking care. Yeah. Now yeah. they give a fuck. And that's how it pisses me off. It's like, we've known about it here in Arizona for a long time.
0: Dude, Arizona. That's, yeah. That's why, like, it's like, man, our whole lives have always been affected by living on the border. Always. Well, we Everything.
1: grew up in, in Lake Havasu. And, you know, even in Arizona, you don't fathom that unless you know someone who was actually growing up in a border town.
0: Dude, But and we know a lot of people whose parents were legal immigrants. Mm-hmm. I remember when it started getting super sketchy when we were in high school. I remember a lot of kids came to school, like, concerned. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah, so, um, I and mean, we've seen a lot of that when none of the rest of the country did.
0: No. And it's like, I have very strong opinions on illegal immigration. And I think everyone's allowed to, but I don't think the rest of the country is allowed to dictate what different states do. You know, it's like, as long as you're not breaking federal laws, like everything that was happening
1: but what's considered right. state law and what's considered federal law? But regardless, and who enforces but
0: I'm it? just saying, in particular, for the illegal immigration topic that has been going on, as far as anyone's concerned, no laws have been broken. They weren't mistreating anyone, Mm-mm. they were literally doing things that Twitter decided was not okay. Mm-hmm. Right? yeah they posted some <laughs> shit on youtube people tweeted about half it it was fake
1: anyways and, half it was staged and trump pictures.
0: got pressured to be the the strong man and say children can stay with their and moms you
1: know now fucked up is he's the first president to like make that not a thing right yeah. away and obama didn't no so it just it and the, it'll be like oh only because we brought it up you know what I mean? Like they, yep. It doesn't matter what he does. Oh, it's he's only because we tweeted about it to no, times. No, he's fucking doomed no matter what he does. Oh, for sure. I mean, the guy literally met with the president of fucking North Korea. Ooh, I wanted to talk to you about I that. I know you did because I mean, you made a lot of posts about it when it was happening. But, I mean, he, he did something that nobody's done since the war in Korea. Okay. So, my biggest issue with this, and we did
0: talk about this on the last podcast. <laughs> Wait, Korea? Yeah, we did. Did we really? And I did say... <laughs> I will give him credit because it is a, a very good thing that he's doing it. And we also talked about General Mattis and said a lot of it's in part that he's his fucking military advisor and shit. Yeah. Um, My only issue with the press, the media that got put on it, is that this isn't something that hasn't happened before and nothing has happened yet. And him no, it's
1: never happened before. No one's ever gone to Korea and met with fucking any of the fucking. N- no, that's a big deal, there. and that's what no we one talked has about. Ever done that?
0: That's before. what we talked about last time. Is that it's a big deal? He we went over there, but the media was like, "Korea doesn't have nukes anymore." Oh, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was like. No, that <laughs> is still not do. what happened. Like
1: <laughs> the, the official agreement hasn't been made yet. They There's agreed
0: nothing. to officially move towards denuclearizing the Korean well, Peninsula. But nothing has happened currently. But the Korean Peninsula, that's also that South Korea does mm-hmm. not arm themselves ever again. Right. And that's also that they promised to work towards it. Right. They didn't sign a date. They didn't say when. But they didn't say anytime soon. But that has also been North Korea promised that when Kim Jong Un's dad was fucking leader, right? And it didn't happen. But it was under very different circumstances. Oh, totally. And
1: it's absolutely a big deal
0: that he sat down with the leader of North Korea and talked to him. Right. It's absolutely. Well, I mean,
1: a big he's and, and then Kim Jong Un sat down with the South Korean uh, that president. Before in my that.
0: opinion, way bigger of a deal. And our media is not yeah, going to cover but it the like South that.
1: Korean president literally said that if it wasn't for president trump this would have never happened he said that himself that wasn't some media propaganda bullshit like he literally came out and said that right you know but
0: i'm just saying the fact that they came together is way bigger of a deal Mm -hmm. than trump went over there right because us us in north
1: korea is a lot different than north and south korea that's what i mean yeah. yeah
0: north korea the fact that there's that video online of them meeting at the border mm-hmm. and both crossing it together while they held hands yeah. was like the biggest that fucking revolution since
1: before the war. Yeah. When they were both one country. It was huge, <laughs> man. Like it <laughs> you know. was huge. Yeah. It's and people don't even, it's funny is, uh, no one gave a fuck about that happening. Like I, like, I saw some videos on, you know, here and there about it. Uh, and, like, nobody cared. I'm like, I posted, no, this is, like, historical. I like, posted people, about it, like, you, four you times. You people are so ignorant. And then, like, <laughs> Trump gets involved and everybody fucking knows right. about it. I'm like, man, I almost like that Trump's hated by so many. Because at least it brings fucking attention, attention, to, attention to, to certain shit that people didn't care about ever.
0: It did bother me that no one cared about the North Korean cross, oh, crossing it the border. Oh, pissed me off. And I'm like...
1: I just didn't understand. Just people don't understand how... Like, that's, like, how the fuck did that happen? You know what I mean? Like, we're talking about two countries that have hated each other ever since they split. almost as significant as, like, the Berlin Wall coming down. Exactly. You know, like, East and West Germany coming together. But our our, uh, generation cares more about fucking social media and what people are telling them through social media than what's actually happening in the world. Look at, like, in the Cold War remember like the uh, the olympics they talk about i don't remember what year it was where like the u.s beat russia in hockey i remember my mom telling me yeah. about this story right like when she was a kid that was like russia when she was a kid was the scariest thing in the world you would people didn't talk about russia russia was like a cold war you're talking about two civilizations on the brink of becoming the two powerhouses in the world and growing nuclear power every day in a in a in a battle battle to the space battle to this there was straight competing everyone our age grew up in the US is the powerhouse no one else fucking even comes close back then it wasn't like that you know yeah. what i mean like that was like you know the russia could be the next what US is now today you know what i mean like that's what they were thinking yeah and every day and the cuba missile crisis them being right on our border and putting fucking nukes right there you know what i mean like like people don't you understand what that would feel like growing up in that environment, No, and people hear a bitching about North Korea, like you know what I mean like and I remember like my mom talking about how, like in the Olympics, when the u s a team, which was a ragtag like thrown together f- team, beat Russia, which had won for years, it yeah. was like the powerhouse team, and beat them in the Olympics, and how important that was, and how everyone was like, "Oh my God, you know what I mean like. Yeah. And how what that did for the country? No one cares about that shit in our day and age. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because w- they were born into a a country that's already been forged. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we don't have competition. <laughs> yeah, nobody competes with us. Yeah. Russia is nothing anymore compared to us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And uh, I think when you're, that's what you were raised in. That's why people are so fucking retarded nowadays. Yeah. that's just my honest opinion. Like, you, you don't have an opinion unless social media tells you. Pretty much. And I will say, if I didn't join the military, I might not think the way I did. Probably I'm more not. aware of what happened in the world because of what I did. Of course. You, you know? were a part of it. Right. I was over in other countries. I was overdoing things. I knew everything that was happening in the world at the time because it affected right. my day-to-day.
0: Unfortunately, now, a lot of people just read what they see on social media. Right. Um, and it, unfor- like, It's weird that... Like dude, I post a lot on Facebook and Instagram, but
1: I'm gonna it, pull your Facebook up.
0: It's weird We're gonna talk about some of this. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's weird seeing that like um So okay, so just for example, man, when I post something like super personal on Facebook, mm-hmm. I get like forty fucking likes on that shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have a shitload of Facebook friends. 40 likes is significant in my Facebook <laughs> world. Right? I feel like a fucking pimp. I'm you know not a mean? girl who has a thousand fucking friends. I have like 200 yeah. friends. Yeah, yeah. But so when I post something like political, I get like maybe like two likes, you know, or something. And so what I've like gathered from all this time using social media is like there are a fuckload of people who read Facebook every day every single day Mm -hmm. and never post anything and never say anything, but they're reading a bunch of garbage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I know that because there's people who even see the shit I post and don't say anything on it and bring it up to me later. (laughs) You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just like, that means you're also on Facebook all the time, but like I'm someone constantly like posting my opinions about shit And no one else is doing that.
1: And it's like, it's so weird. It's because people don't want the hassle. Like, all the intelligent people who can actually see both sides of the the fence, you know what I mean? Like, they don't want to bother because it's just going to turn into a bunch of people who don't know what they're talking about fighting each other as if they know they're talking about and trying to cut each other's throats off. Right. And that's what it turns into. Like, I got so sick of Facebook in the last, like, three years. It's been obnoxious. We talked about this on yeah, the last podcast. No, yeah. it, just, it literally is that terrible. Everything is just hyper-political now. And the only reason, like, people can't get rid of Facebook is for that 5% of shit that actually matters.
0: No, but that's what I mean. Like, there's all these people who never use it for anything other than they read this ridiculous shit. And then, yeah, you're right. Like, the only reason they are continuing to look at it is for that 5% percent of shit
1: that matters to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, remember when Syria was the hot topic and uh, yeah. the refugee crisis, right? What happened, to, what happened to that? Like, that war is still going. Everyone like, cared about refugees. You know what I mean? But, like, the media is not covering it, so, so no one cares anymore. And uh, that angers me. I was following – I was, you know, in Iraq, Syria – and, and you know yemen and all those areas you know when all that was kicking off and no one cared i was over there you know what i mean and then and now everyone cared because the media talked about it and then the media stopped talking about it and no one cared and i'm still following that stuff i'm still knowing yeah what's happening in iraq and the kurds and the Syrian, you know the assad's regime and ISIS. I, I still follow all that. Like I still know what's going on over there. I still have friends over there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and these people are you know, they only care when the media tells them to care. Of course. I hate that. That's the biggest thing. My issue thing is like it me. doesn't like you don't have to go research everything and be all involved. Like if it is what it is, but Don't, when the media tells you, automatically have a fucking awesome opinion about how the rest of the world is when you you don't know shit about it. They don't care when it's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Have your opinion and keep it to your fucking self. That's my opinion on that. Like, because you don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. Half the media tells you is fucking lies anyway. But, like,
0: I have so many fucking friends who turn into experts every time something happens. Like... (laughs) <laughs> to be For real fair, dude it's so funny half the time man i share shit on facebook it's either a joke or i just share an article and i don't say anything mm-hmm. it's just purely i share the article with well, like we can look at a couple right good now. info on it you know what i mean yeah and um sometimes i just post an article and and people just start shit posting on it, you know what I mean? Like this is fucking wrong. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even <laughs> say my opinion on this, yeah, man. I mean, like you
1: just posted something. Like I right. just shared an article. I don't care about your opinion. Oh, <laughs> here's a funny one. Yeah, you posted uh Steven Crowder. You follow him? Yeah. I think he's funny. <laughs> but uh it's about the Miss America. Remember that was all over the news? It's like so So he posts so we're clear. Miss America is backward, but feminists are woke today.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it
1: has, like, the swimsuit. I and shared The girls this? in swimsuits, and it was, like, liberal logic. It was, like, swimming com- competition. Sexist. Mm-hmm. And then it shows slut walk empowering, and it's a bunch of feminists wearing nothing, and, like, their, you know, their boobs hanging out, and it's empowering. You know what I mean? Like, it, the how backwards everything is, you know? Like, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I laughed when he posted it. Dude, I love posting stuff like that.
0: But, like, people fucking see me post shit like that, and they're like, Jeremy's a fucking dick.
1: (laughs) It's like, I didn't even say anything. I just shared it. Yeah. But you know what social media does is everything's out of context because it's typing. Oh, yeah. Of course. Like, I think half the shit you post is stupid, too. But we could talk about it and I don't feel like your opinion's stupid. And that's the difference. People just take everything with a grain of salt on social media. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Always. It's always out of context. It's always not what you're exactly meaning to portray. It's just you know what I mean? Like Right. It's so hard to judge what someone's talking about through through a uh, Facebook. Oh yeah,
0: I mean? that one dude, yeah. Photo. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, slut walk is empowering. Yep. Uh, Yeah It's just fucking weird man It's weird that like people get so Up in arms about shit uh.
1: Typical Growing up in uh, the US though it's hey, just Everyone's like,
0: spoiled here Everyone acts like Things are always perfect And it's like dude things aren't perfect man Stop that's what like drives me nuts about social media is like people post only their happiest moments and like every great thing about their life and like every picture they're smiling in and their <laughs> their makeup's perfect yeah. and
1: I read a psychology report on that kind of stuff actually it was pretty interesting Yeah it was talking about how what we portray to the world is not who we actually are Oh And just because people think that of you doesn't mean you're happy or what you portray is happiness, but it doesn't mean... You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot more to... Oh, totally. And social media is all fake. It really is. You're only showing the world what you want the world to see. Oh, it's super fake. And, you know, in in my opinion, social media is doing worse than what it was intended for. For the world. For the world. Yeah. You know, it just... It's... I mean, dude, you can... You can go out to eat with someone, right? And what are they going to do, like, 30% of the time? Check their phone. Oh, my God. Look at this phone here. I'm yeah. texting. I'm texting. Oh, my God. Did you see this? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's all everyone does. And, in fact, I've made it a point that, like, let's say, I, like, you're a girl and I go on the first date with you. Yeah. I make it a point to keep my phone in my pocket the whole time. Yeah, I will not pull my phone well, out yeah, me other than, like, if I get a text, I read it real quick, I close it, I don't even respond, and I put it back in my pocket. I've made it a point in my life to do that. And yeah, I get annoyed my when, like, like I'm a... with someone who's doing the opposite of that. They're on I their phone. It, dude, it, like, pisses me off.
0: Me and Sam have a rule of, like, no cell phones on date nights and shit, dude. I yeah. mean, we even, like...
1: But the fact that you have to set... Oh, for dude, sure. it's crazy, right? It's, it's like, a societal it's sick issue. almost, yeah. But
0: I mean, it's even an issue just hanging out, watching TV at home. Like, there's nights where we're like, "Hey, just put your phone away and stop checking it. Yeah, turn like, it off. Like, you just know, fucking like, enjoy our evening together." Exactly. But dude, like, it's sometimes like the phone's addicting, man. No, like, and I'm not
1: saying that I'm not guilty of it. I think we all oh, are. Oh, of course, a- everyone is. We
0: all are, dude. Even sixty-year-olds are guilty of it, man. <laughs> Yeah. But the most disturbing thing is, like, when you go to, like, really important events, like, funerals, mm-hmm. and people are on their fucking phones. Yep. You know? Or, like, my favorite thing, and uh, Joe Rogan makes fun of it a lot, is people uh, record fireworks. hmm And it's like, what the fuck are you recording it for, you fucking idiot? <laughs> you showing your friends? you yeah. You trying to get likes for your fireworks video? Yeah. Just watch them and enjoy it. It's going to last for five minutes and fucking enjoy the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. Put your fucking phone away, you idiot. Like, yeah. you don't need I mean, to rewatch. I mean, and who rewatches it? How often do you pull that video out on your phone once you, you, you recorded it? You don't. And you go, oh, I can't. And I, I watched this fireworks video a hundred fucking times. A lot, now. Of,
1: a lot of people tell me, they're like, man, like, you're on Snapchat, but like, I never see you put anything on Snapchat. I'm like, yeah, because I'm too busy enjoying it in real life. Yeah. I, like, there are things I will pull my phone out for and like Snapchat or like record it, right? Yeah. But in general, I want to be in the moment like you're there like enjoy your life like who cares about what the fuck other people see about it
0: it every two seconds Uh,
1: and I don't think people at this point even do it consciously no it's subconscious it's like what you do dude I'll check my
0: phone at work like and not even think about it
1: and like what are phones doing to develop your brain nothing like go read a fucking book you know what I mean like like literally reading is the source of knowledge in this world oh yeah it's true unless you're reading something on your phone like an actual book or like something that matters yeah you know like you're literally you can spend three hours on your phone playing some stupid game or just read you know looking at facebook or instagram photos and liking other people's shit and worrying about other people doing their lives or you can try to focus on your own life and make yourself better yeah
0: dude it's like people like treat me like I'm weird sometimes when I like sit and read the news, like on my phone. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing? Writers. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just reading this New York New York Times article. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's weird. It's like What's that weird motherfucker? I'm reading the news. Like trying to get But when we were
1: kids reading the newspaper was normal.
0: My dad read the newspaper every day. Yeah. Every day.
1: My grandpa, my dad used to always read the newspaper. Every like, day. that was just what people did. That's how you kept up with things because you didn't have this stupid social media crap. Yeah. You know, I think social media does a lot of good things, but if in my honest opinion, it's worse than what it was intended for. It's way worse. It was intended for awesome stuff and it's turned into...
0: We talk about, like, the same topics on both podcasts. Unbiased. Yeah, we talked about, like, last time how, like, Facebook, like, back in the day, like, I'd, I'd log in on my laptop and, like, have, like, seven conversations open with friends
1: <laughs> and they'd also
0: be on their laptop they wouldn't be messaging me on their phone right you so know? you had to
1: like be at a home area to like you were you right were there. at your desk that was back when we were playing uh being on facebook what was that game what game that stupid game we used to play when we were your kids The I little mmo freaking mmo like runescape yeah runescape runescape <laughs> Yeah, that was, like, the that time period, RuneScape and uh, Yahoo Messenger. Yeah, I just mean, like,
0: <laughs> I just mean, like, originally it was very social-driven, like, and now it's very much, uh, it's political and it's fucking weird. It's really obnoxious. I just, I don't know, man. I really want to just get back to the world of, uh, where, uh,
1: Dude, social media was never supposed to be political.
0: I just want to get back to the world <laughs> where people are nice and like uh friendly and uh When the fuck did social media become political?
1: It was supposed to be about you. It
0: was in the last presidential election, for sure. <laughs> for sure, dude. Oh no, yeah, yeah, you're right. For sure. It was a it was a major shift, man. It was this weird shift. And and it's we weir- it's interesting. Listening to the last podcast today on my drive home, I uh I started thinking about it because we were talking about it last time. And I wonder if, like, I wonder if it'll shift back when Trump's not
1: president. Nope. And No, that is, I, I feel like it's going to be And I started
0: thinking about it, and I don't think it will. I think we we shifted into this new weird divide where everything has to be politically correct everything has to be like checked and balanced like you can't piss off someone you can't say something wrong you can't you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's like this weird i don't know man it's like we're going into this weird new social climate that i don't know if i'm ready for
1: in the well, 2020s It's when like, you talk about the politically correct thing because i saw uh what's that do with the beard he goes to uh like protests and rallies or like gay pride events or like anything that's like got a a certain group of people all with the same common goal right and he like does interviews now he's not like most of the the ones who mess with people where like he's completely obvious but he throws underlying stuff just to see what people say and he's really funny he's really he looks kind of like a hipster so he's always like People just will... He doesn't look like someone who's from the media. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's gained, like, huge popularity because he does both sides of the fence. Like, he messes with everybody. You know what I mean? That's why it's funny. Yeah. And he is like, literally at... Because uh, it was, like, what, Gay Pride Month recently or something? Uh, yeah, Gay yeah, Pride the like, flag was yesterday. Yeah, so it's this month, I think. Yeah. Or, or, you know? And he was at a, a Gay Pride, like, parade and was talking to a guy and... He goes, <laughs> he asked him about that incident. Remember back in, the, this was huge on the news, when that uh, cake, you This know, just
0: happened. I mean, the Supreme Court just ruled on it last right, week. Right, but it happened a
1: while ago. It did,
0: but the, it's big again because the Supreme what did they Court rule? just ruled on it that it was allowed. Right. He was allowed to not bake the cake.
1: It's their store. They have a right to not serve. They're allowed to basically choose their customers, which is the way freedom is supposed to work. Right. That hurts their business. That's on them. You know what I mean? But it's their business. It's what they're allowed to do. And that's, what's funny about it. And so he's asking this guy, very flamboyant, wearing like nothing. You know what I mean? And he's like, you know, where do you work and he's like oh i work at starbucks and he's like all right so what if someone walked in with a trump t-shirt and a make america great hat you know he's like would you serve him and he's like hell no i wouldn't serve that person blah 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 yeah. and then he kept asking him other questions so he kind of broke away from that yeah so kind of like wasn't thinking about it and then he asked him you know well how do you feel about the the person who decided not to make a cake for someone who is gay and he was like, that's fucked up. Like, you should all, you're, you know, you should be able to, you know, do this, this, you know. Yeah. You should have to serve this kind of people. And then that, that's racist or discriminatory or whatever. You yeah. Know? So you start going off on it. And it's like the irony there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. really? <laughs> no, right. And that's how people think.
0: Well, and it's fucked up that. It's like a weird thing that, like. We're deciding that things aren't okay anymore. Like, racism's not okay. Everybody knows that.
1: Right. Everybody's known that since, like, the 80s. Right, right,
0: right. <laughs> Being insensitive towards gay people is not okay. Right. But we're also acting like, like people are going to change overnight. Right. And, like, people are going to start changing their mindsets when they're 50 years old, 60 years old. And magically just accept the things that they've never accepted before in their lives.
1: How far have we come since the 60s? A long way. Freaking tenfold. It's not even the same country. It's a very... The gay
0: thing is... So, I, I can see it from both ways. Like, you should be allowed to choose your customers for sure. The way I think that situation went to a discriminatory way is that guy said no strictly because they were gay. He could have just said no. Like, do you know what I mean? Cuz uh, like, yeah, I know you're right. Like, that one brings another issue to like, it. Like, interviewed a like a Republican like senator and he's like, "Well, like, d- do you understand how this is similar to the way we treated black people 80 years ago and said we will not serve you in our restaurants because of the color of your skin?" And he's like, like do you not understand that the way we're treating gay people is the same way we're treating black people, and you're going to be on the wrong side of the fence on
1: this argument? When you're, you're talking about what becomes protected under the rights of the law, right, right, discriminatory right. groups. So right. what, you know, people of a certain color, right. veterans. I mean, there's like a long list of things that are protected under the law that right. you can't age, you know, discriminate against under hiring. But that's under hiring standards, not right, who right, you right. serve, though, right? But I'm
0: just saying you can't tell someone to get out of your restaurant because they're black anymore. Mm -hmm. That's discrimination. Right. Telling someone you won't bake their cake because they're gay is arguably, to me, discrimination.
1: Okay. But arguably... challenging. That guy
0: should have been able to say, no, I will not bake that cake for you. He shouldn't have had to give a reason and just had them leave his store do you know what yeah. i mean yeah no definitely just, you could have handled the situation differently to make it non-discriminatory i
1: worked in a casino in security right. I was an assistant supervisor over there for a while i lived in vegas for a year when i first got out and of the marine corps and we would get this all the time People would be like, "You can't kick me out. You can't do this." Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, of we had, we had this. We, what I, you know what? I would literally tell them to their face. I was like, "This is private property. I have the right to deny you service and escort you off the property at any given time for any given reason." Right. And they'd keep arguing and be like, "I don't like the mole on your face." Right. So you have to get off my property. Right. And that's the fact is like the the fact that you have a right here at your house to not let someone in. Is the same right that anyone owning a business has. Right, right, right. Because their business success is dependent on how many people they let in. Right. So if they're turning everyone away, well, it sucks for their business. But that's
0: what I mean by once you give them that discriminatory reason, it becomes discriminatory. As opposed to just asking them politely to leave. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like... And and that's what I think is, is weird about it. That, like, as an American... I've never traveled outside the United States, but from what I've heard, I should tell people I'm Canadian because (laughs) I'll get discriminated against. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've been told that by multiple people who have traveled to, like, France, Africa. shit, the French freaking
1: hate the U.S.
0: Like, different places in Europe, it's like Americans are just frowned upon Mm -hmm. all over the place. And it's like, to me, it's like that's the same category of thing like people in different regions are going to have different preferences but they're not going to say get the fuck out of my restaurant because you're american Mm -hmm. they're just going to tell you to leave like do you know what i mean and it's like
1: but does it change anything because deep down you know the reason why no so does not i mean but maybe from a legal standpoint legality wise i think it does it's still crazy though, but it's but that's what I mean. You know what's We're crazy is like if, you know if like I owned a restaurant and like someone who's French came in, like I would never even care. Like, no. hey, welcome to my restaurant. But that's I want to make I mean. sure you have an amazing experience We're here. We're expecting these You're people. Eat amazing food, and I'm gonna have amazing service for you. Like that would be my goal, right? Right. And then like everyone I talk to goes to France, like they just hate Americans there. Right. And that blows my mind. I'm like. Because what the media told you about the U.S., none of have been to the U.S.
0: But that's what I mean by people expect people to be changing overnight or change, even though based on their region and their upbringing, they have these deep rooted beliefs and thoughts, and it's like yeah, it's all ignorance. You can't just you the, can't just make people change overnight. Like it's gonna right, take right. a long period of time.
1: Look, look at the French hate us for all the reasons that the media hates us and, and tells us we're shitty people nowadays, yeah. right? But the French were trying to colonize Africa all throughout the 1900s. Yeah. Same with the British. Same with... Okay. And so, like, the French have, like, the dirty background Vietnam. You know what I mean? Like, the French have, like, the same background we do, but yet they're they're the fucking people who think that we're terrible people. Well, okay. Every country's got dirt, you and know? And
0: the biggest thing... This reminds me of... Uh, <laughs> So like when the thirteen colonies were established, man, like, um, uh, the map of the United States, like people act like other countries were like so innocent in like conquering this land from like the Indians and shit. Oh, don't get me Dude, started. on Dude, everyone this is here, bro. Everyone, <laughs> France was here. Fucking England was here. <laughs> Everyone don't, was here. Don't
1: get me started like on the Like Half
0: of the United States was controlled by European countries that right. weren't America. And then gradually, we bought the land from them. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, they all stole it from the fucking Indians, too. We get all the blame, though.
1: It's not stealing if you conquer it. It wasn't stealing. Stealing is uh, pulling something out of that's, someone's pocket and running away from it. Dude,
0: them. that's how the fucking...
1: Conquering is conquering. That's how the
0: world was fucking run back then. Every person
1: who's in a country somewhere in this entire world is because someone took that country over from somewhere else. Every single country in this world. Like, and isn't this interesting?
0: Like, when you, when you try to find, like, the original 13 colonies and shit, they, like, leave out who, like, owned the rest of the fucking.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, why would you put that on there? It's so difficult
0: to, like, be specific <laughs> and find these maps. Do you know what I mean?
1: Well, our education system doesn't help with that either. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a whole other topic dude, talk Dude, I don't know shit, bro, like, about yeah, geography oh and shit.
0: Man. You ever meet people who, like, know a lot about geography? Okay, look at this. North America in 1800, dude. Canada was called British North America. Right.
1: It's the same shit we came from. Louisiana... Look, seeded by
0: Spain, look at all of this area from Mexico all the way here, all the way to California, all of Arizona, all the West states are all Spain. That's all Spain. Yep. Great Britain owned Washington, parts of Canada, Oregon. That's all Great Britain. Mm Mm-hmm. Fucking, it's like we were not the only ones over here conquering land. But then everyone like talks like crazy shit. Like everything we did here was the most fucked up thing ever.
1: Nah, that's a bunch of people who are ignorant.
0: Like look at that Spain. Look how big Spain was. They owned all of Texas and Florida at one point in time. Mm-hmm. It's nuts.
1: Mexico in eighteen thirty, and then Mexico owned it. Dude, it's pretty typical. It's a bunch of people talking about what the media told them to talk about. People don't actually look into things. Oh no, for sure. You know what I mean? That's that's what I, we've been harping on this whole time. It's just <laughs> ignorant ass people.
0: But it's like some of people's like beliefs, like their deep rooted like knowledge that they know for certain is just wrong. And it's like they've been taught wrong, they've been told wrong, it's just been ingrained in their heads wrong for a thousand fucking years. And it's never gonna change. And it's it's really fucked up. It's really just weird that, uh... Starts with our education system. Yeah, it does start with our education system, for sure. Our education system's pretty fucked, man. Like, we always... We always learn what we want to learn, you know? Um... I, like, met someone recently that, uh... majored in European history. Like I legit met someone who majored in European history. I don't remember who it is. Oh uh I do remember who it is. Uh but I asked them, I was like, did you learn American European history? And they're like, what? And I was what did like say? And they're like, what? And I was like, you learned American European history <laughs> and they're like, they like didn't understand the concept of like, you read books that were written by Americans about Europe. Like that's not European history. That's American European history. <laughs> like that's history, how America wants you to know the history of the other countries. Yeah. Like, cause you can learn European American history and it'll be different than American history. Oh yeah. You know, Europe tells their children, way different facts about america than we do mm-hmm. like we're not the fucking heroes we're made out to be in our textbooks mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean
1: that talks about how terrible we are yeah like how are you gonna go to like you know the british and be like look at their school system what do they read about us because back then we pretty much told great britain to fuck off how do you yeah. think their history is of us yeah you know what i mean the
0: americans slaughtered many of yeah, our ancestors terrible and like,
1: we just had to break away from how amazing yeah the British like were.
0: do you remember reading our stories as kids like america is so fucking great dun, george dun, dun, dun. yeah you know, it was like, george washington road to success yeah. and i'm sure european <laughs> history is like we fought hard to take back the land that we owned that was rightfully and the ours. motherfucking Americans like <laughs> stole it and goddamn George Washington we yeah. tried to kill him like you know what I mean like
1: yeah, no for real it's it's all about how you view it
0: yeah it's all perspective mm-hmm. man everything in life is based on perspective
1: how dare and those people don't understand Yanks, that you know dare like, to defy us back then it's Like,
0: dude your perspective can change instantly like and that's why I like having a podcast man like that's why I like having people on to talk about different shit because like i'm always open to my perspective changing on shit like yeah. i know i don't have enough knowledge about shit if i have an expert on that's like hey man everything you know is fucking wrong i'm gonna be like
1: <laughs> really school no me shit up. right you know what i mean like what is your opinion I right gotta, i
0: gotta know like that's how i felt working with tom for like nutrition is like everything i knew about dieting and nutrition was wrong
1: mm-hmm. like everything amount of protein I needed to eat fast, and like, uh, I think he talks about it. Like, oh, well, like everything I know changes all the time. Like, I'm yeah. always learning. He said something.
0: he's constantly trying to learn and like yep. stay on top of it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's always it's new science. information. It's not,
1: f- it's not some like something you can read in a book and know everything. No, it's science that's ever changing. Always new information. You're always learning out. new things.
0: Yeah you have to keep learning mm-hmm. and that's i like think the biggest problem with most people is they hit 18 and stop learning and it's like it's so weird like no, we live in this very true weird society where people just give up i'm like <laughs> like yeah everything i learned in 12th grade civics class is good enough yep and it's like man you're still fucking retarded bro
1: like, <laughs> like you still don't know shit like read a book dude like yeah that's a, if, if I can encourage, you know, people to do one thing as adults is to read more often. Yeah. Learn something. You know Dude, what I mean? smart
0: people write shit down for a reason.
1: They write shit down and they read shit. Yeah. You know, everything, history is so important. I'm not even talking about just history, but I mean, we learn everything about what, and it's all based off what other people have already learned. And then we change it. But you don't know anything about anything until you read about it. Nope. How are you gonna know about uh, someone's World War II experience? Yeah, or what, and that's like my
0: biggest issue with like. If you not read a book, about our entire it? generation, man, is like no one fucking tries. You know what I mean? And I, we talked about this on the last podcast. It's just a lot of people just give up, man. They don't have effort. They don't try. Like I try every day to be better than I was. Do you know what, <laughs> it's what I mean? Simple, and, like, dude.
1: You like. Go to your nine to five job, you come back, you sit on your couch, you turn on the TV, or you get on your computer, you pull up your phone because you're bored, you know whatever the first couple articles comes up is what you fucking believe. Yep, that's that's people. That's like the U.S.'s day to day life. It's a more dude, like, and people are walking zombies, man.
0: Like people, <laughs> they legitimately sad. are. Like, it's really sad. I know a lot of people, man. That it's just like eight to five. Go home, smoke some weed or drink, and that's it. That's all they do. They don't do anything, binge watch TV, have some arguments with their wife that they don't really get along with. <laughs> have some sex so they get that over is it. It's so depressing. But do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> and it's like that's it. Like
1: that's their life. That's eight to five all the time. I want everyone to know, like I'm not claiming I'm above all that at all times. No, I'm we just all saying do that. that like it's obvious that there's a lot of issues. with you got to
0: strive for more,
1: exactly. I think we talked about this on the last episode. Was that people don't want to improve their lives? Yeah, that's hard for me to fathom. Yeah, and, dude. Because like, like if I have kids, right, I want them. I want to teach them what I know about advancing their lives. You know, from yeah, from day one. Yeah. I want you to have better life than I did. Totally. How do you do that besides teaching them what you fucked up on when you were younger? No idea. Like, did your parents teach you that shit? Honestly. Not really. My My mom tried. I was a little ignorant. But she didn't go that hard on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I can't. Like if I could tell my kids in high school about all the fucking dumb shit I did and why I was stupid, yeah, maybe it will. Maybe it won't help them. And then as adults, you're expected at 18 to leave and just know everything and figure it yeah, out and
0: just make good decisions.
1: My, I, I talked about this with my sister. When you're an adult here and you turn 18, that's like, oh, I'm an adult. I'm leaving the house. Like, yeah, I know everything. Yeah, like I'm expected to. Our school system doesn't help you in that manner, that's for sure. No. And most parents don't either. No. You know what I mean? Like, what 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 mistakes have you made in adult life that you would have never found out unless someone taught you? Probably the same shit about everybody else. Unless someone taught me? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, let's think here... Um, how to have a credit card and properly improve your credit. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So, like, basic life things, you know. Did you know anything about credit when you were 18? No. Nah. Did you know anything about your credit score when you were 18? Mm-hmm. Shit. How important in your life is your credit score? I didn't understand my credit score until probably a couple of years ago, to right. be honest. You didn't know how to improve it. You didn't know how important it was. Fuck You no. didn't know, like... And to me, that's a failure on the school system, and it's a yeah. failure on your parents. Your
0: credit score is basically driving
1: everything you're allowed to buy in your life. Like, And part of it's ignorance. I mean, my mom always told me how important my credit score was, but I didn't fathom it because I didn't understand why. No. Why is my credit credit score important? Oh, look, you want to buy a car? Fuck you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, yeah, bad you credit. Yeah, dude, oh, you like, have no credit. Yeah.
0: Oh, you never got a credit card before? You're an good, idiot. Good luck.
1: You know what I mean? I've like,
0: definitely had conversations with people in college and I'm like, you don't have one credit card? And they're like, no. And I'm like, you need to get one.
1: Like go get a three hundred dollar limit, and they're card. like,
0: "Why? Why would I get a credit card?" And I'm like, "I'm not saying use no, it
1: because our parents' generation told us that credit cards were bad, Or the evil, they're the not, devil. they're not. You just no. have to know how to use them properly. Well, yeah, you just don't max them out. They didn't know that when they were growing up in the credit card generation. But everyone needs credit because cards. It just seemed like free to build money. Credit, and I'm like, well, my mom used to tell me that. Yeah, I went into such credit card debt when I was younger that I never had a credit card for years." that's the wrong mentality yeah you know what i mean if you have a credit card and you know how to use it your credit score can be an 800
0: yeah it's fine
1: but yeah you I've, have to know how to I've do tried it to
0: explain to people and i've tried to tell people i'm like well how, like you only have one credit card and they're like yeah i've had it for like four years i'm like well you need to get another one yeah and they're more like more lines of credit they're like what why would i do that and i'm like to build your credit score, man. You have more credit open. <laughs> man, I that was means still your I better. was still in the like, last
1: 3 years learning this kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm 26. Yeah. You know how sad that is?
0: But a lot of people don't figure this shit out until they're even in their 30s. Like, like man. why
1: should it be until I'm 30 I have an amazing you're credit right. score? You're right. Like you should you should learn about it when you're 18. By the time you're 21, you should have a 750 credit. In
0: score. my opinion, when everyone turns 18, they should apply for a credit card. Mhm. And the shit my dad taught me is, like, charge your gas on it for your car. Cause that's pay it off immediately. Because that's an expense you will always have. Let it actually go through onto the cards to the payment posts. Mm-hmm. And, like, five to seven days later, to pay it off. They just,
1: like to see you making those payments yeah. off and, and it's
0: like 50 bucks or whatever and you mm-hmm. just pay it off. And it's no big deal. Exactly. But it shows you're paying your card, you're making payments. You never want to be over 30% of
1: what your limit is. Right. And if you do, make a big payment to bring it below that. Right. And like that's the kind of shit though like what age did you figure that out? Yeah, that's Literally my point. That's my the point. last couple years. Right. Like after like college, after we've been adults for several yeah several Well, after years.
0: I fucked up my credit score because I charged mm-hmm.
1: shit on credit cards in college, right? Which is where most people figure that shit out. Yeah, and it bothers me. Our school system to me is a joke. They don't teach you anything to actually. Oh, they matters. don't teach you life skills. We we sit in a cookie cutter classroom with a bunch of desks in a row. Expect people for eight hours a day to just focus.
0: Well, and it's like even college in general, man. I mean, people get degrees that are pointless. Like, I mean, the majority of people will tell you, like, I'll tell you, 90, 90% of jobs is just on the job training. What? It's the ice cream truck again. Oh, it is. A <laughs> fucking rape van. <laughs> it is a van, do you see that thing yeah, out there? Yeah, no, it's a creepy ass van. Um man. What the fuck was I saying?
1: Oh, we we're talking about fucking high schools and shit. School system. Oh, uh college. Like you get
0: a degree and like no one tells oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you that yeah, like you need job experience. But like to have job experience you needed to work during college. Like graduating is too late. Yep. And then but it's like you need job experience, but the job experience you had doesn't really fucking matter. All they care about are that it shows you have experience because yep. once you start, they're going to teach you how to do the fucking job. No one's going like to hire you based on the skills you have. And day one, you're going to sit at the desk and know how to do your job. Right. That doesn't exist.
1: Unless, unless you like t- a boss at interviewing.
0: Well, or unless it's the type of job where it's like you got, you got hired to be a graphic designer. And you just get emailed graphic design projects, and you do that all day, mm. shit like that. Sure, some jobs exist for sure. You could be <laughs> a gardener, and someone doesn't have to teach you how to garden because because you got hired to if, do that. If,
1: if you're applying for a gardener position, you automatically assume that like you know something about gardening, right? But like
0: ninety percent of jobs in the workforce it's all on the job training.
1: Like you're a CEO, every how company is different, get, even if it's in the same line. Like, of Like how
0: much did you get trained, like for your fucking job? You know, did mm-hmm. you have eight weeks of training or some shit? They weren't like, "Hey, Chad, welcome to your first day. Go, go run some." Uh, Here's all your work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Have
0: fun with it. Go. <laughs> go do some checks by yourself. Have fun, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for real. <laughs> <laughs> go get this prisoner out of this cell by yourself with no training. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see how it goes. Yep. Like, no, dude. It's not how life works.
1: Here's uniform. Know how to wear but it. But for
0: life in general, turning eighteen, there's no training. there's No none, training. There's
1: absolutely none.
0: Trigonometry doesn't. Oh relate. yeah,
1: I like geometry and trig chemistry, and calculus and chemistry anatomy and biology that you were super stressed yeah, about. I bet that'll help you when you're eighteen.
0: Those mandatory Spanish classes you, you to know to take in high school. You know it's
1: so stupid, in my opinion, and, and given I only did like a year of college, so don't, don't don't act like I'm some expert on college. But this is just what I know. I have all you, all my friends, you who went to college, I know enough about it to think I have like somewhat of an opinion on it, is that, what what did you learn in college that actually has to do with what your degree was? Nothing. Fucking nothing. Everybody tells me that. Nothing. Nothing. How much, you know, like, I was trying to like. I got a
0: degree in film, bro. I realized very early on I would not be qualified to make films once I graduated. Mm-hmm. I'm not qualified for film jobs. I don't have experience. I don't have the technical knowledge. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I have nothing on my resume that says I should be hired to do a job on a film set. I went.
1: Nothing. I was trying to go into law enforcement or something along those lines when I got out of the Marine Corps, right? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to get my associates. Well, i have the GI Bill. This is it a good time to do it? Yeah. So I started going to school. And I went for criminal justice. I didn't want to do that for a four year. I just wanted that just for my resume as a, like a two year, right?
0: Yeah. I Wait,
1: went through a year, a whole fucking year of school and did nothing that applied to criminal justice. Yeah. Not one thing. A whole year out of the two-year program, oh, you're gonna do criminal justice program, right? Half, fifty percent of that time was spent on doing nothing that had to do with criminal justice. Yeah, how fucked is that school system? Yeah, dude, it doesn't even make any sense. Nothing about it makes sense. Well, it's like I gotta learn this stupid math because that has to do with criminal justice. I'm not an engineer. Yeah. But you still need to know how to do this math.
0: Well, it's like, so for, for context here, so you get 120 credits to get a four-year degree, okay? That's 30 credits a year, 15 credits a semester, right? hmm In total, out of those 120 credits, the amount of them that were actually within my degree, I think were probably 15
1: classes. God, so that's forty five. probably out of those classes, probably half of them weren't even so worth it. So
0: probably forty five credits out of the hundred and twenty credits I earned were directly related to what I was studying. That's sad.
1: Yeah. And how much money did you spend on all that? Uh, forty grand. I, it blows my mind. More
0: than that, people. It's crazy. So people like, um, so my biggest issue with education is people generalize how much it costs to go based on tuition dollars but that's not it like tuition fees books are a big one but people don't understand that rent and the amount of money you spend not working you know the amount of time you're not getting paid and shit like college is way more expensive like people say you know college averages like twenty thousand dollars a year and people like really and it's like yeah, well, $10,000 a semester for tuition, yeah. but it's really more like $10,000 a semester for tuition plus room and board plus everything else you need in life. Like you still have to buy shoes, right? Like while you're in school, like yeah. you still got to uh, buy pants, food, so you got to feed yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like people act like college is like, Oh, it's not that bad. And it's like, no dude, it is an insane burden to take on to get hardly anything out of it
1: that's you know i did a year and i was over it i was like what the fuck why am i gonna waste my time doing this yeah i would love to have a degree it's a great thing to have yeah. trust me uh it's gonna make you look good on your resume you know anytime you have years of doing something dedicated and that just took doing what a lot of people that's the biggest do, thing for real but it, that's what's more important than what you actually learned, and that's what—that's what to me is hundred percent, man. Like, oh wow, I'm proud of you for getting your master's degree. I don't give a fuck what you learned, mm-hmm. but you did it.
0: At my work, the minimum qualifications to apply is you have a bachelor's degree. It doesn't say what kind.
1: <laughs> exactly. It doesn't
0: say what the fuck you got in it in. Uh, so we don't down. care. You know what I mean? It's you have one, plus you have multiple years of experience in our field. Mm-hmm. It it has nothing to do with you got a degree in our field. Nothing
1: makes no sense. No,
0: but it's like that's what I tell people all the time. So my niece, my kind of like step niece, I guess, is uh, she's going into college soon. Uh, she's a senior in high school now. Like, she just finished being a junior. So, August, she's a senior. And I was telling her, I was like, look, the biggest advice I can give you while you go to college is get a job. Yep. And she was like, what? And I was like, Sounds terrible when you're in college. I was like, get a job. Even if it's 10 hours a week, get a student worker job on campus, and that will pave your path for a good career. And, like, it's just, it's. It seems like such a foreign concept because it's like, why would I get a job while I'm in school to study something? And it's like, look,
1: I don't have time for that.
0: If you want to get a career in what you're studying, then you get a job while you're in college in the career field you want to go into. Yeah. If I could have, I would have got a film job in college to build four years of experience working while I was in school. Yeah. But instead, I got IT jobs. So now what do I do for a living? I do IT. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like like that's that that really is it. Like that job experience is everything. And college is becoming more and more obsolete in the sense that like it doesn't prepare people for the workforce. It literally is just kind of a prerequisite to get but into the workforce. But it used to. It used to. Oh, it used to for sure. And it still does for some jobs I mean there's still always exceptions to the rule Like engineering, teachers, nursing Like they do learn Shit they need to know for their jobs
1: for sure. then, You know, I'm a conservative So if you want to talk about colleges Everybody knows 90% of colleges are just pushing Liberal opinions on things Not necessarily facts I think it goes both ways But a co- College is supposed to be a learning Ground, not a Indoctrination into something, you know what I mean, and and I feel like that's disgusting to me. That colleges, that's all they care about, is making you try to think a certain way instead of just providing. Here's all this information. Learn what you want from it. You know what I mean. Like yeah,
0: I mean I get what you mean. Um, there are a lot of colleges trying to prevent that. There are a lot of which is nice to hear colleges about. that are going super PC. And then there are colleges that are like keep your politics off our fucking campus. Yeah. Like do you know what I mean. That's good. Like we're here so to educate be. students, like not fucking spread pop- propaganda I mean, and shit.
1: Especially the state schools. But the biggest issue like
0: is a lot of like higher up people take different stances on it. But professors, tenured professors can have any fucking opinion they want. Right. And so it's like you have liberal teachers, you have conservative teachers, and they're all pushing their stupid fucking agendas in their own (laughs) goddamn classes. And that's the biggest issue. But at the same time, it's like, how are you going to get non-educated people to teach non-educated people? You need those professors because they are the ones who are experts in their field that teach the kids. So it's like, what are you going to do? Tell every fucking philosophy teacher to stop being liberal or like every fucking science
1: teacher to stop being liberal i don't or know like every I fucking you I, don't, know, whatever. I don't know how you handle that right i'm just saying that it it disturbs me a little. no bit. it's
0: it's a big issue for sure yeah. and a
1: lot of colleges are having to release policies
0: about it and saying and a lot of them are unfortunately having their hands tied and saying look we do not have a stance on this because we can't yeah. We can't pick a side for the students like because we're going to divide the student body like we have to be fucking neutral on this shit Which is
1: already happening. Yeah, ways.
0: but it's like when teachers fucking complain and they're like, you know, my teacher, my students berate me for not being liberal or whatever. Well, and the colleges don't get involved. It's like, look, man, they can't because they can't have a stance. They want conservatives
1: and liberals to send their kids to their fucking school. Oh, Dude, like, do you remember do you when know we were what I mean? kids being a Republican or Democrat wasn't even that big of a deal? It wasn't at like, all. Like you had a difference in politics, but it wasn't like, oh my God, you're a Democrat, I'm gonna slash your throat. Like you, you were right. the, you're the devil. You know what I mean? Like right. that's what's turned into nowadays. Right. You're either, you know, morally sound or a complete piece of shit. There's no in between anymore. You can't be both. And you can't think for yourself. You don't to maybe think just because the party thinks this way, that every Democrat thinks this way. you know what I mean? Like there's no uh, middle ground. It's all extreme. Well,
0: it's like and that I think that is just because of social media. like mm-hmm. people people, it's like um it's like those golden things that you weren't allowed to talk at at the dinner t- about at the dinner table, you know It's like you don't talk about yeah. politics, religion, and what's the other one? politics religion and there's like a third one you uh, don't talk well, about at the dinner table I don't know it was like the big two I can't think of it but um <laughs> um but it's like that that was like when i grew up that was like a thing like you don't talk about politics at the dinner table like when we go to grandpa's house no one talks about politics <laughs> like do you know what i mean yeah and cuz it was like it was almost like everyone's entitled to their and, opinion and money Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's like everyone's entitled to their opinion, but you don't have to express it all the time. Like, you express it at the voting booth. Yeah. Like, right? But now... That's
1: that's what your opinion is. But now
0: it's like your personality and everything you do in life has to be governed
1: by your political beliefs for some fucking reason. Well, you know what's crazy is that people buy into that. Because, honestly, if you look at me... And, I, and I'll just throw this out because this is more personal than it is like a podcast thing. But if you look at anyone that I've dated over the last couple years, whether it be for a couple months or a couple years, they've all been like the complete opposite of me. Yeah. And I'm not saying like, oh, they're hardcore liberals. I'm just saying that they think uh, a lot of them have, been, have feminist qualities. Uh, they believe in that kind of movement. They're very On the democratic side Especially on the social the social view of things In society And uh After having dated a lot of them A lot of their Opinions changed after dating me And I think that was more that They listened to both Sides of things and realized that there Was faults on both sides And that's kind of how I try to view things at least I try to see that there's a a positive and a negative on both sides of the argument Um, and so I've I've kind of dealt with that most of the time but I think it's healthy in a relationship and who you hang out with to like if you only hang out with people who think like you do you're not going to learn anything and you're not going to understand how other people think and if you're not doing that then you know what are you doing with your life Uh, (laughs) that's honestly how I feel about it like
0: yeah, yeah, like oh, I, would I say can't it, hang
1: out with you because you're a Republican.
0: I know that would be retarded. What? Right?
1: Like, like we don't even have to talk politics, and we perfectly enjoy each other's company. Oh, totally. But because I said one thing one time, like, oh my god, I can't. Um, and unfortunately, be in the same people room are like that though. That's terrible. Like people can't have gay friends. Do you know what I mean?
0: Like there are people who are like, I couldn't hang out with a gay person. Absolutely not. Because of my religious beliefs. That's crazy. I'm
1: religious. I have gay friends.
0: It's just like um but i do agree in the sense that i always say that like sam is like it's like our relationship is like in essence like the opposite attracts situation you know like she is like my other half in the sense that like we do agree on a lot but we are vastly different and like things we believe like, I mean, things I think about, like, drugs, guns, like, politics, like... You're Arizona, son. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, brother. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's just, like, but sitting down and talking to her, like, someone I respect, like, intellectually and having conversations about things, like, it has enabled me to see, like, both sides of the fence mm-hmm. for different topics. That's what it
1: permits from you. right. If you if you don't have that Someone you trust Who thinks different than you You're never gonna Learn anything You're not gonna be challenged You're not gonna be uh, Expected to You know what I'm saying It just doesn't How are you gonna learn anything well, Exactly The whole point of learning Is to challenge yourself And that's why like I listen to podcasts
0: And I listen to Different People Like I listen to Joe Rogan because he has a lot of different guests on. But I also go different sides of the fence. Oh, I've seen
1: him argue across the table. <laughs> with oh, someone, totally.
0: But I, I agree with... Like, I'll watch Ben Shapiro's podcast. Mm. And I'll also listen to, like, Bill Maher's podcast. Right. And they're vastly different you have opinions.
1: To, I always loved all the debates. Especially with Ben Shapiro. Yeah. It's funny and entertaining.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it's like... I like hearing what a Republican thinks on different issues, because a lot of the times I'm like, and he's like a hardcore conservative.
1: Well, it's funny with you is I've always viewed you as a Republican at heart who has social views that are democratic. (laughs) That's what your social views are. That could be fair. Like, which to me is on honestly more libertarian. Yeah, I'm definitely. But I think most of our generation, if they were to like. Fill out a survey on what they would be politically. Most people would be libertarian. Yeah, absolutely. Just that party's shit. So nobody wants to join. <laughs> right. You know what I mean. But
0: most of our generation, certainly in the middle, for sure. But yeah, like I like just staying informed on both sides of the fence. Like I can see both sides of abortion. I
1: have my opinion. Yeah, I think that is the number one worst topic. But I
0: have my opinion man. that like I'm pro life. If I'm gonna pick one in that argument you know mm-hmm. what i mean but i can totally see both sides of the fence i get yeah. it i get it but if i have to choose a team i will yeah do you know what i mean
1: <laughs> well that's why i've always liked you you don't care whether side of the fence it's on you pick your opinion based off what you feel oh yeah and i feel like i'm the same way for the most part at least yeah and uh a lot of people aren't it just, oh, totally i'm a democrat so that's how I think on every single issue
0: I I disagree with Democrats on so much but I I vote Democrat most of the time but I disagree with them on so much I Mm -hmm. mean like like I love guns that's what's shitty about the two party system it is but it's like weird that like it's weird that like you're not allowed to have like your different opinion Like, like I disagree with my best friends on a lot of topics and I don't care but I post something on Facebook, and I divide my friends list in half. Yep. Do you know what I
1: mean? I stopped making posts on Facebook, and
0: it's just weird. Like it's just bizarre that it's like it's like guys. Like I just I just shared the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it's like, but then, like, dude, like i legitimately deleted people's comments on my shit because they just start arguing, and I'm like, whoa! No, like,
1: it relates to everything. You can talk about like stupid shit like Tinder or like Bumble, right? I'll come across like a profile and it'll be MAGA. If you're not a Trump supporter, don't swipe right. <laughs> it, it, any form of social media. You know what I mean?
0: Dude. And, I, and so I haven't been on y- that. Why in a are lot, you a so while.
1: limiting your horizon like uh, that? I didn't know it had spread to Tinder, bro. Oh, it's decimated tinder oh no, i'm just kidding no. i'm just being ridiculous oh. but that's out there there that's are profiles crazy. like that so people are literally so indoctrinated into how they think or how they were raised that they're so scared of what other people's opinions are they're afraid to go out and meet them <sighs> it's terrible i don't what are we doing with society if that's what we're see, come that's to? what
0: i don't understand man like i don't care like if sam was republican i don't care If she's democrat i don't care I would care when it got down to something that, like, affected, like, our family. Right.
1: You know? Us directly. The greatest way to build a family is to have two sides of the fence teaching people stuff.
0: Dude, yeah. And, I mean, like, why would... I'm just saying. That's, like... Diversity
1: is the best thing you can have.
0: So, like, my parents, um, when I, like, decided I didn't believe in God when I was just a little kid... Like a little kid. Like I was
1: eight or seven. You would be a little kid trying to decide big picture shit like that. <laughs> like what? Who at like seven years old is like, yeah, I don't believe in God. Dude. Because <laughs> like you're still at the age where like your parents teach you everything. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Like, I never does that. I never thought it was abnormal until Who does that? I never thought it was abnormal until now. Like
1: 14, 15, 16 like coming up with shit like that. I
0: never thought it was abnormal oh, it until
1: completely now. Really abnormal. I
0: have always been thinking about big picture shit, man. I guess. Like so I just one day like asked my dad. I remember asking him in like second grade or third grade. I'm just like, "Why don't we go to church?" You know? Mm-hmm. he was like so many people go to church. Like, why don't we? And he's just like, "Well, me and your mom, you know, uh, you know, we don't go to church. And if you want to go to church, like, you're, we support you in that. But like, you know, we'll let you, you know,
1: decide. Now imagine if your parents were, were just straight up, no, Yo, you're not allowed to go to church.
0: No, right? It would have been different. Right? It, you, maybe, you wouldn't even
1: been able to allow to make yourself your own decision. But then
0: that's thing. the thing is, like, I might have then believed in God because I might have decided to go to church and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, defied my parents in that way. But my parents were always, like, the people who were, like, you you decide. Like, you, you tell me what you think, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, so, like, I remember my dad was, like, he's, like, well, what do you think? Like, do you want to go to church? And I was, like, no. And he's like, okay, well, you don't have to go. <laughs> he's like, okay, like, why are we having yeah, this conversation yeah. probably, you know? And I was just like, no, I just, I don't really believe in that, you know? I was like, I remember, like, having this conversation with him. And he's like, yeah, I don't believe in that either. Like, that's why we don't go. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I had, like, a genuine, like, conversation with my dad. It's weird that I'm saying it was, like, when I was eight or nine <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but, like, I remember going to school And, like, having this, like, conversation uh, in class because we were talking about, like, monkeys. (laughs) This girl, and I still remember the girl who said it. I won't call her out on the podcast. But she was like, why are we learning about monkeys turning into people if, like, God created us all? And the teacher was like, well, some people don't believe
1: in that instant. Everyone's heads exploded. Right. Well, in like everyone's opinion, started firing all left the and little right. kids in second yeah, grade. Yeah, and the teacher is like,
0: "Well, you know, some people don't believe in that God created us all, and this
1: is like what we're." Well, at that in age, school. you either think this way or that.
0: Well, and as an elementary school teacher, you probably don't get that question every year, and you're probably not <laughs> totally prepared for the
1: one kid that's like, "What about yeah, Jesus?" You're like, if I was an elementary school teacher, I would totally love that. conversation.
0: But that was the kid that was like going to element or Sunday school every day ingrained in Jesus. Right. And they were like, Well, I learned in Sunday school that like God created us, we didn't come from monkeys. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And then I just remember being like, Well yeah, I don't believe in God. Like (laughs) it's like a little kid and like it started this whole like conversation in the classroom of like evolution versus creation. And it was like this weirdest thing that like It's like weird being kids having the fucking
1: (laughs) creation conversation. Yep.
2: Why did I get on that
1: Especially at that age. Why did I get on that fucking story? We were joking about you making a decision at like eight years old about religion. (laughs) As if like you had the experience in life to make a decision like that. I've never believed in God ever since, (laughs) man, I swear. It's crazy. Yeah. That's so funny. That's funny because I was, I, I was time, different. Brother. Your your parents weren't into that. My parents, both sides, are, were, are religious. Yeah. And I was never, at a young age, we went to church every week. Yeah. Uh, when I got to probably about 10, my parents were already split up. But my mom still very religious to this day, but won't. She doesn't go to church every Sunday. She doesn't, like, read the Bible every week. She's not that she just believes that there's a higher power and a god and I took that away from that I went to church when I was young because my mom did every week yeah and then when she stopped of course I stopped because I was only went when she went yeah and I formulated all my opinions based off that yeah my opinions on religion are not what generally religion will teach you yeah but it's taken me 26 years to this day to formulate the opinions I have. Right. It's ever-changing in my, you know, how I view it at least. Yeah. So I don't think it's as simple as I believe in God or I don't. I don't anymore either. I think there's so much more to it. You know, whether you believe in, like, God or an energy or a higher power or something being out there, there is just yeah. so much more to so it than than just... Oh, the Bible this and the Bible that and uh don't commit murder and <laughs> blah blah blah. Like yeah, like cookie cutter shit, you Dude. know. Dude. So like I <laughs> used to believe uh so I used to like call myself an
0: myself an atheist. Um oh, I remember. And then as I got older I just turned more towards I'm an agnostic because like just the difference is like an atheist is hardcore no god yeah agnostic is more no god but it's possible Mm -hmm. and so as i got older i was always like "Mm, it's possible (laughs) like you know what i mean like yeah because i'm like no i don't believe in like one god like the 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 idea that the idea that like someone just created all this and there's some big celestial being out there that like see, I is think spinning their fingers. No, like,
1: I, I think you're crazy phew. for thinking that. It's not a person. It's not a... No, but I mean it's like a, a celestial being, being it's, or it's, whatever it is. It's like, not, see, I don't like the term it It has being. to have like
0: thought, right? I, like it, well, I think thought's involved. It had
1: to create something. I just don't think that like a being, that that word really encompasses what I think religion is. Maybe uh i think well like a being means there's like like you said like almost like a person like a you know i think we, if, wanted, if we wanted to, to talk person. about like well, oh, that's because it's relatable people like, want to relate to something like i
0: think the whole notion of like jesus and stuff and like he's god's son is just like it it's it's like a fictional story to me yeah i can see the that. idea of
1: having a god though i can work with yeah you know what I mean? Because well, to me, the image of a uh, you know God in a human form is a joke. Right? No, that's not what I mean. I mean more of like a like
0: in Guardians of the Galaxy. You know when they're talking about like a celestial, mm-hmm. like how they're just like a star, like they're just like a like a higher knowledge of whatever,
1: yeah. and they create whatever they want, kind of like that. You know what I mean? Well, I believe that energy is everything. So yeah, which it is. To me, in life, whether it has to do with me uh, drinking this beer or uh, you getting a certain job or or me becoming a millionaire or it doesn't matter what it is, right? Me going to the gas station and my car not breaking down or breaking down. Everything in life is energy. Right. So. In my opinion, if you're a positive person and you invite certain things into your life, yeah, then everything is gonna be A OK. Not all the time. It's not concrete. So you're more You're gonna have an up and down in your entire life all the time. You're never gonna be like, Oh, I believe in like positive energy, so I'm I'm just this positive, amazing person every day. That's like not even realistic. I'm just saying that if you invite certain things into your life, that has everything to do with also religion, and that's my view on it. Like, so to me, religion is an energy that has. So goes you're to the more on the universe.
0: level of like a Buddhist. I would say so, yeah. Like, uh, but I don't really uh, claim that because like I feel like Hindu is. I don't
1: read into all these religions and form an opinion. I form my own opinion every day, and I don't read about all these religions.
0: Oh no, for sure. I'm just trying to draw conclusions because yeah.
1: one of them. It's I have read into Hinduism, Buddhism. I think there's just a lot to it. I'm trying to go with karma here. Yeah, so it's
0: Buddhism, Jinnahism, and Hinduism are based on karma. That's what I was getting at. I hate the so term karma, though.
1: But that's like what you were
0: describing is
1: like... Somewhat, yeah.
0: Energy in the universe is like reciprocal. Okay, oh, like yeah, name name one person that you know yang.
1: that is extremely negative, dark, and depressing... That is successful in life. Other than me. And I'm talking about not just money or objects. I'm talking about happiness. Also. I'm just kidding. I'm not a dark, depressing fuck. No, you're not.
0: Dude, what's funny is I think I portray online that I'm kind of like a depressing fuck and I hate like everything. <laughs> and I think people like get that weird impression of me. And I'm like, man, like I like love my life. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh Oh, man. One person that's super dark and depressing. Yeah, no, I I know what you mean, man. I definitely don't know many negative fucks that get successful in life. I can't really name any. And why should they?
1: You know? It doesn't make sense.
0: No. Well, that's like, I always tell people, like, and it's it's the small shit, man, that matters. Like, when people tell me, like, They get like super nervous for job interviews, or like super, you know, down on themselves, or like you know, I don't know if I'll get it and shit. Like, like I get that, and I get nervous too. But like, I walk into everyone fights that. But it's like I walk into a job interview, like they fucking want to hire me. Like you should, because self
1: confidence is about eighty percent of how you are. I'm
0: here because they want me. Look, I
1: get called cocky. All
0: the time. <laughs> That's and, what I and, mean. And you know, it's
1: funny I bring this up with you because you can attest to this. You know, half the time I'm a cocky asshole, and it might not even that. Like deep down, I think I'm that as great as I just joke around about, but I act that way. All right. Look, you were. I used to come into your house every weekend when I was at the Corrections Academy, which for me was a joke. Coming from the Marine Corps. Yeah. It was just a stepping stone. Doesn't that feel a lifetime it ago, wasn't, man? Right, yeah. This is like a year ago. <laughs> not a year ago. And I was always joking around. And half of it was serious, but half of it wasn't. It was kind of like, I'm joking, but I'm not at the same time. And, that, and that's kind of how I am. You know, and, and Sam used to always give me shit. You know, you're a fucking cocky asshole. And, and uh, you know she was messing with me, you know what I mean? It is what it is. But I used to laugh about it all the time. Dude, I'd Sam's be like, a ball buster, dude. No, for real. But it's fine. I don't... <laughs> Sam will call people out on If, if sure I'm being cocky, I'm like, like her. call me cocky. But watch me do what I say I'm going to do. Oh, yeah. And what did I do? Everything I used to talk shit about. I was like, oh, yeah, this academy is a joke. I'm the fucking best one there. I'm going to graduate, top of my class. I'm the class leader. Like, this is nothing for me. And uh, what did I say? That every week, right? When I came home on the weekends came over to your place and Absolutely, stayed there yeah and guess what happened Did it all. exactly what i said was gonna happen was gonna happen oh yeah now part of it is me being a cocky asshole the other half is part of being successful is believing that you're actually going to do those things oh yeah you have to believe in and to some that comes off as cocky you know but to some yeah. it's confidence and i yeah. think it's a mix of both but if you're not confident in yourself you're not going to do those things you're not going to go right. achieve a higher level than everybody else Unless you actually believe that you're capable of doing it. Dude, right. And part of my cockiness comes from believing that. yeah so have if, to. If, if, I, if I just think I'm going to do these things, I'm definitely going to do Dude, it. Dude, no one no
0: one who is ever successful or like famous in life got there by always doubting themselves. No. You know what I mean? They do for sure doubt themselves. I At doubt myself point, all the time. That's part of life. But I fucking wake up like I'm gonna crush it today. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? How do you
1: get back on top? Eventually, you're gonna fucking square up with yourself and be like, "Right, I'm not gonna sit here and take this." Right, I need to do something different, and that's I like, need to be working, doing this to change. And that life. is always the that's been
0: my mindset, like since I got to college. Like, I used to have these conversations, like with uh, one of my old roommates, uh, that I was just like, "Dude, like I will be a fucking millionaire one day." Yeah. And they just be like, yeah, like me too. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like I will be. I'm going to. Like I'm going to earn a million dollars. Like I will have seven digits in my bank account mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And I've never lost that mentality. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I always want more. I always want to achieve more. And I always want to better myself. And it's not because like, cause, like I don't think I can do it. You know, it's like, it's always because I fucking know I can, you know, it's like, it's like no one's going to believe in you more than yourself. And I think that's the biggest problem is most people just give up on themselves, man. Like people are like, no, I can't fucking do it. No, I'm not even going to try. It's like, dude, try and fail. Like, who cares? You know, it's like, at least you fucking gave it a, a shot. Yeah but yeah like people just don't have confidence man and the people who do succeed do have confidence and that's a big like i so like i have had in my position i have had uh uh like student worker employees who like i have been able to say like this one's gonna go fucking somewhere in life right you know what i mean like this one not so much this one absolutely, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And now, like four years later, like I was right. Like one of them that we hired is like already moving up
1: the chain in a like a company because it's obvious intangible. It's just
0: in their fucking personality, man. Right? It's like you can see it. But They're like you, fucking driven. You
1: can change the aspects of your personality. Oh yeah, you could change because it. Because when I grew up, I was always average at things. Sometimes in sports, above average. But it had to do with my confidence. But I didn't get that back then. I didn't understand that. And if I would understood it back then, I would have been ten times better. And it wasn't until about my second year in the Marine Corps that I, I kind of dawned on me that, you know, I went through my whole life being average. And I was okay with it. It was like. This is my life. I'm just here. I like what I'm doing, but uh, I'm just comfortable here. It's cool. We're good with this. Yeah. And then it dawned on me, why am I so comfortable being average? Why should I be the person that's just like everybody else? Right. In fact, I'm better than that. And it finally hit me. Everything in life is just what you bring about and into it yourself. Oh, yeah. You know? Everyone talks about well if I work hard I'm gonna fucking get this and that. Like, yeah, that's true. In some ways, but there's so much more to it. You have to actually believe and be so much more involved than just studying for ten hours. Oh, you, yeah. you know what I mean? There's
0: just more to it. Well you gotta have the personality for it. Hard work
1: won't always just get you there. Yeah. It's all about how you're drive and how you, you think.
0: Present yourself well. Yep. You gotta fucking wake up with the right mentality every day. Every day. Yeah.
1: And it has to do with the little things. And I always stress this because people are all, oh, the military, this, military, that. I'm like, the military taught me the little things. And everything since then has been easy. Yeah. The military taught me how to show up early to things. The military taught me how to present myself, how to look professional. The military taught me leadership. Yeah. You know, how to shine, outshine everybody else. Right. The military taught me how to compete. Yeah they taught me all the intangibles that most people who weren't in the military didn't grasp because they went to college. It's funny, man. They didn't learn, they didn't learn all that.
0: We went different paths and like, we kind of came out the same way, you know, in -hmm. that like level headed, like adult way. And like, it's interesting. Like you said about like how to look professional. Like I recently had a conversation with someone who's older than me about like a job interview Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're going to shave, right? And he was like, "Oh, why? You think I should? And I was like, 100%. What do you yeah. mean? You, like, you weren't going to? And he's like, no, I was going to, like, clean it up a little. I was like, no, shave it all. Shave it off. Clean face, brother. Yep. And he's like, you think so? And I was like, goes a long way, man. I was like, go get a haircut, shave your face. It goes a long way. Yep. I was like, just the, like... Even if our generation doesn't feel that way about that shit, <laughs> it's the, the older
1: generation and society. It's not dies. Even about generations. If, no. If, if I was holding interviews right now, for only people our generation, yeah. And you showed up, and someone else showed up. You're the only two interviewing. Yeah. You were clean shaven, had a nice haircut. You know, if you suit. had long hair, it was combed over. I told him to wear a suit too. You suit wore a tie. suit or at least a fucking you know without a jacket at least had a tie on tie. And, you know what i mean nice dress shoes nice watch you know what i mean like you looked presentable yep. and then the next guy comes in he's wearing like some shitty khakis with a, a long sleeve button-up untucked his face isn't shaved uh his hair's long and shaggy what, what what does that do just from the beginning of the interview yeah, forget about what you have to say about yourself
0: dude forget about experience levels at that point nothing
1: all I'm saying is, one guy looks like a professional, and one looks like a bag of ass. Yeah. That's not always the case, but it's the honest truth. Yeah, dude. One of the biggest things someone told
0: me once, and, like, I've heard it so many times since, but, like, when I was young, I'd never heard it before, but it's just, you can only make a first impression once. hmm And, like, when I was, like, 18 or 19 and someone told me that, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of just, like, like sparks flew off in my head. I was like, no shit, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I've heard cool other advice since then. Like, people are, like, you know, like, people always remember you for, like, you know, the last things you did. Mm-hmm. Not the first things you did. Right. Like
1: It's not about what you're doing Like, finish this job strong. It's about what you're doing today. Yeah. You could have been the number one category yesterday but today you're the worst yeah and that's what people are gonna remember you as like don't if you quit a job don't just fuck off the last
0: week like finish strong because people will remember that versus if your last week is terrible people will remember that do you know what i mean yeah and the whole first impression thing i was like jesus man like
1: and see and i Marine always Court think about teaches that teaches that every day of yeah. the week the Marine Corps teaches you professionalism, discipline, how to set yourself apart and be better than everyone else. And it's all giant competition. And so I always, you know, I can interview with that. Like, I literally just interviewed with the La Paz County Sheriff's Department. And in my opinion, I fucking murdered it. I always do good on interviews. Yeah. And it's not because... I Talk about well, I like did this really good and I did this really good, like, yeah. Like, I can talk about the things that I do very well, but it's how I present myself, absolutely combined with it. Yeah, I can talk about how great I am all day long, (laughs) but (laughs) if I look like a piece of shit, I'm probably a piece of shit, right? You know, there's just so much to it. And when you're young, people don't understand that because you're ignorant. Yeah, you're you have a young brain, you have a young mind and you want to think that the world is based off of what your brain says yeah it's not about your brain it's about what you present yourself as oh totally that's hard for young people to fathom oh yeah you know you could be more qualified for a job that i interviewed against you with because i look professional and carry myself a different way than you i got the job oh absolutely and you have 10 years experience over me all day every day of the week
0: all day Your personality goes a long way, man. I used
1: to teach my Marines. Promotions in the Marine Corps are similar. You could have six years experience, three combat deployments as an infantryman, which combat experience is is huge, right? That's like... That's your job. Your job is to go fight. So if you have the actual experience in combat, that's huge. Yeah. And you have all that. And then you compete with someone with one deployment. But... Who outperforms you on paper every day of the week. Yeah. And you will lose that board. I didn't understand that when I was new in the Marine Corps. It wasn't until I was about year three or four that I understood that. Yeah. And then in my last two years, my group of Marines that I mentored and taught as a squad leader all understood that. Yeah. My squad leader and team leaders didn't teach that. Yeah. And it failed me for three or four years. Yeah. That sucked. I was way behind the curve because no one taught me that. Right. It wasn't one of my Marines. In fact, in my platoon, we had two Marines competing for a promotion to corporal after my third deployment. Yeah, right. One of them was in a different squad and one of them was in my squad who I had brought up. Now, if I had to pick out of the two, knowing them for two years, who I wanted to get promoted, it would have been the guy in the other squad. Just based off of knowing them, right? Like, I would have rather him got promoted. You know who got promoted? My guy. Yeah. Because I taught him how to get promoted. I taught him not only all the shit he's supposed to know to get promoted, I taught him how to get promoted. Yeah. That's what's lacking. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to know how to put yourself in the right spot to get where you want to be in life.
0: And see, like, I've had similar experiences like in my career path. Like I have had those like mentor people. Like I literally had someone take me aside one day after I had an interview uh, that they were like on the panel on and they like took me in their office and they're like, Hey, this is how you fucked up yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't say it like that, <laughs> but like that was what we had like a 30 minute conversation about it. And they just like broke it down. Like everything I did wrong. Granted, they told me a couple things I did. Right. They told me everything I did wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like they knew I didn't. I wasn't in there to hear the things I did right. They wanted to like use the time, so I benefited. Like I got the job anyway. But like the shit they told me about the interview, I was like Jesus. (laughs) Like you know what I mean? And I used it forever. And like people have always told me, like I had someone teach me how to write a resume properly. You know, and they were just like, "Look, like I read over your resume, and
1: it's fucked." Like, yeah, because <laughs> <Like, laughs> there's a way to do things and there's a way to not do things. Yeah, you even look at sites like Indeed.com dot com or like all these sites that you can post a resume on, and then there's all these people recruiting for their yeah. jobs, whatever company they represent. Anyone who knows anything about those websites knows that you could not. Who gives a fuck what's in your resume? If you have certain keywords, certain things here and there, you'll produce amount like ten, a thousand percent more interest in your resume because it's on the internet and all Mm -hmm. they're looking at is keywords. And when you find those, then they're all, you know, that's what matches up. You have to do research. You have to look into these things. You have to talk to people who have already been there, done that. You have to go out of your way to make yourself hireable. Yeah. To anyone and everything out there that you want to do. Yeah. And that's. I try to teach that to people. Make yourself. If you get promoted today in your job, what are you doing tomorrow to make the next promotion? Right. Are you really settling for where you're at? Right. Because. And this is, again, I hate to harp on the. This is what I learned in the Marine Corps bullshit. But, <laughs> you know, like I really learned a lot of intangibles there. Yeah. I, if I'm a you know a nothing in the marine corps infantry yeah i'm not a team leader i'm not a squad leader i'm just one of the guys yeah you're always taught to learn the rank of two people above you yeah at any given time so if your team leader gets shot through the face you can take over that team and know everything he knew yeah that's what you're taught and on top of it if your squad leader gets shot you're taught to learn everything that he knows yeah and that's how we teach people you always know the job of two people above you. Right. Even though that they might be better at it than you, you still know how to do it when the time comes. Right. Because that's the nature of the beast. So everything I've ever done since I got out of the Marine Corps was based on, wow, I got this promotion. Hell yeah. I worked my ass off. And what am I doing to get to the next promotion? Fuck what, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and if you're not thinking that way every day at the job you have, you were never going to be happy yeah. in life and what you're doing. Yeah. You should always be striving to be better than where you're at. Dude,
0: that's how I've always approached my job. And we're in very different career fields, but the same thing it applies. It
1: applies everywhere in life. Like, I, I it tell doesn't even people, matter about jobs. It's anywhere in life.
0: I tell people all the time, I do not do what I want for a living, but mm-hmm. I'm really fucking good at it. Right. But I want to make more money doing it. Mm-hmm. So like, I just got a new job. I'm already eyeballing that bigger paycheck. Exactly. You know what I mean? You always should. I started a new job four weeks ago. I'm already like, all right, when am I getting to that next fucking $10,000 level? Mm -hmm. When am I getting to six figures? You know what I mean? Like, I'm already like, what do I got to do? And I'm already taking steps to do that. You know what I mean? And it's like, it doesn't have to be super difficult. It doesn't have to be super uh, you know, taxing, but it's like it needs to be on your mind. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't care, man. No, a lot of people just do settle. talked about this
1: last time. Most people are stupid.
0: They just settle. Yeah, <laughs> but a lot of it people just mean. settle. It
1: sounds mean. I'm just saying that they're just settled where they're at. But yeah, I
0: mean, people are complacent. Like they don't want better.
1: They don't want more. Like they don't want to be leaders. Well, yeah, I think that's. No, they don't. But I, it blows my mind uh, Before It didn't matter what I did as a job Or as a kid I always wanted to be the best at everything I did So I've always right. kept that and, You know I was 10 years old I wanted to be the best At the sport I was playing I wanted to be this I wanted to be that I think everyone as kids kid has had that Want right. To whatever they were into Right. You know if If you were into art You wanted to be the best around, you know, in your age group or whatever you were looking at. I want to be that good, you know. What happened in people's adult lives that caused them to not want that anymore? Right. Just be comfortable where they're at. I don't know. Regular life? I don't understand that whatsoever. Me neither. There's no... You know, the only argument I can fathom is that, oh, I have a wife and kids, and that's my life now, and I'm perfectly comfortable. I don't think that's
0: a good excuse. I don't
1: think it is either, but at least I can understand that excuse. Yeah. Others, I don't think. Like,
0: what's wrong with you? Yeah,
1: why? Why are you so comfortable with your life when you could have so much more and be so much happier? I don't know. I don't know. I'll never fathom that.
0: I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. I think we've been going for a while now. Dude, two hours and 45 minutes, bro.
1: Dude, we're killing it like last time. Fucking A.
0: (laughs) time to order some sandwiches and fucking eat <laughs> for real uh all right man thanks for being here i hey,
1: appreciate it thanks for having I me i can't
0: wait to do another one <laughs> yeah i hope you come back next weekend with dan
1: yeah definitely. that'll be a blast dude, dude that'll be off the chain yeah, that'll be so fun <laughs> dan always makes me laugh dude he's a character <laughs> man. i haven't seen him in a while too yeah oh no i'm down him. i'll be here next next weekend all
0: right man. let's do it all right everyone thanks for listening uh Please subscribe on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, YouTube, Millennial in Arizona podcast. Hit me up on Twitter at Podcast. Thanks again for being here, Chad. Peace. And we'll see you next time, fuckers. Peace.